0: Yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Martin. Hello. Ether, or oh, hit him up. It's gotta be hit him off, hasn't he? I haven't had anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. I'd probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this one. I'm on my time, and this is a fucking business. I'm a grown ass adult man, and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top. Okay, you call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, I have every invoice, I have every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways, I will get my own lawyer, you do not have to pay anymore. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother and as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old marsha he sent the email oh can we please drop all this and the fact that i have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves evps and couldn't fucking manage a target and they spread lies and bullshit and Put into a media that I got somebody fired when I have fuck all to do with him. Want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, I apologize. What did I ever do in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like Hangman Adam Page to go out on national television? And fucking go into business for himself. For what? What did I do, Dave? What did I ever do? Didn't do a goddamn thing. Hello
2: and welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Gravel. I'm Beno. I'm JP. And I'm Matty. And I can't think of a better way to show the show. Fuck the Elite as a staff, record cable there's a motherfucking crew, Matty. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <are you> gonna... <laughs> just out chair, though, mate. All the key, <laughs> all the <key laughs> Christmases have come at once and everything. I love it, mate.
2: Fucking love it. It is almost certainly gonna be a breaking new spotlight tonight, it to yeah. feels like tonight, but <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. We've just uh, we just been in the pre-if you want nonsense, we just did it in the pre-show. There is too much, too much going on this. Apparently, there were WWE shows this weekend, Matty. Apparently, that they happened to feel like they were in like May, maybe <laughs> April time. I think that's when uh, Collide was. I don't think you
3: slept in Sunday night, Have you been? I don't think you actually had to sleep have you?
2: <laughs> hey, I, I, this is the thing. You both like you're both in the same boat, and that like I know like you, Matty, are like our mates for like. You, you planned to watch the pay-per-view at 6 um, on, uh, on Monday night. Monday. And it was killing yeah. me not to... Because I was like, should I text them? Should I, should I give them, like, a heads-up? But I know... So you actually care about what happens in the ring in matches and stuff. So yes, I thought, sure. I'll leave you alone. I'll let you find <laughs> out on your own time. Like, I was, I gave JP and Gareth a few hints and then ended up, like, <clears throat> completely spilling the beans to Gareth and... uh Giving JP some guidance, what to do. I couldn't have survived Monday. I couldn't have lived without being involved in this in this news cycle from like Sunday night to Monday morning. Does your to know that I didn't go to bed till late in the morning?
3: Oh, Ben, it doesn't at all. Because the first patient we thought of, because we watched the paper we obviously, and then obviously because mm. I just I needed to go on Twitter. I'm one of them people, and I just avoided it all day. So as soon as it finished, right on Twitter and we just seen it expl- everything explode. Ah, like, chats going off, about 100 messages, mm. just all over the place. And we all just fall to you, Ben, figure out how much you this. <laughs> <laughs> like, proper, not even messages, fucking living for it, though. Ah, oh, just uh, great.
2: I, 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 went, I, went, I went to bed at 8am, I started my shift at 9am, so that was how my day went on. Uh. Fucking hell, <laughs> Mate. <more Mike>. <laughs> You two oh. are much more arrested than me when you found the news out. JP, did you mm. manage to stay unspoiled? Was uh was my chat messages helpful helpful?
4: Yes, your chat message did exactly the job. I was so I'd made the mistake of seeing like the image of MJF. So I went, Oh, okay, he's back, but all the other media scrum stuff I Is didn't he? know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's it. Um
3: Remember that? <laughs>
4: Happened three years ago. I mean, fucking hell. Like, uh, but, like, the thing was, I managed to avoid it. Got to, like, the media scrum stuff. Saw it. Straight away, I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is Phil. This is <laughs> classic Phil, teeing off. And it's just been an absolute shit show that I've been loving watching from a distance. I don't know how the people in the room felt watching some of this stuff happen <laughs> as well. Yeah, which which, which could smart. be a whole other story in and of itself that we probably won't get even remotely close to talking about. Oh I'll in make time terms. Uh, okay. I'll make time
2: um, to call them shit call them shit cunts. Don't worry. It's good.
4: <laughs> yeah, it, it it really was. It was like it's it's fucking bonkers. If something doesn't happen during this show I'll be I'll be gobsmacked.
2: Yeah. it's just yeah it's been like a I just saw somebody tweet, this is like our generation's Montreal. Depending on what happens over the next three hours of us recording, possibly four, possibly five, who knows, we might get into uncharted territory tonight. That might not be such a ridiculous statement, you know, we're like, we're recording this Tuesday night, Uh, we're late, it's Mm. 10 to 10. Like there are there is news potentially swirling about the uh, the idea that maybe maybe I am not reporting this to, to the live chat. Um, this is not a report. This is just the kind of things you see and knocking around dark Twitter and rumors gathering pace that CM Punk might be gone from AEW. Wouldn't shut me if if that was true. Um, you know, it's like that. That would be the cherry on top of an insane twenty four hours. Like, but yeah, following it along and like you know, obviously. I think Fightful have been doing an incredible job um, over this weekend as far as breaking stuff. Um, You know, Meltzer, Alvarez, you know, Wade Keller's had a a few things to to put out there. I mean, what we do know as fact at a time of recording is obviously, you know, the the press scrum that we just heard from. Got lots to say about that. You know, the Colt Cabana, the handman page comments, the the stuff about the VPs. It was then reported that obviously – there was uh, allegedly. um I was at where it wasn't skirmish. What was the word everyone keeps using, JP? It was like a melee, uh, oh. melee. Melee. Yeah. Melee. Yeah. Yeah. There was a melee going on, and as, as more detail has come out, you know, at first it was like a joke. Oh, A Steel bit Kenny Omega. No, it turns out like reputable places are and A Steel bit Kenny Omega. Also threw a chair at one of the Jacksons' heads. Also, CM Punk possibly. Knocked one of the Jacksons out after uh, the promo that we just heard there. He is still an MMA fighter, whether he's a good one or a bad one is uh, is one of those things. But <laughs> based on the report we're getting today, I 100% believe that's happening. You know, there's talk of, you know, people potentially threatening to walk out on yeah. both sides. There's talk of potentially the TV network getting involved and it being an issue with them, an issue with Chuck Khan, Tony Khan. Like, this is a extremely developing story, but what a fucking 24 hours shaping.
4: Yeah. How the fuck do you even begin to to start? There's so many elements. There's so many layers. It's just that there's one man at the center of it all, which is CM Punk comes into the company one year ago. It has the nickname of like kind of all, was it all friends wrestling and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, that people were saying about me. Not any fucking more. (laughs) Well, that seems to have gone out of the window. Mm. There is, there is always because, and I feel like I should say this. There is that always that part of me, not nec- that just wonders how they are going to work this into a program because or is it a
3: work, it's wrestling.
4: No, we're not <laughs> doing <laughs> that. No. <laughs> we can do that No, <laughs> right, no.
3: All right, all right.
4: let with reality. All right. <laughs> we're not doing that. Carry on. <laughs> but it is it, it, the whole thing is is just like you just look at this organization. And Mm. a load of this sort of dirty laundry has come out and you've got a real dividing line where you're having to make big decisions, basically about your star players. Now, those of you who support various kind of whatever sport you're into, there's a point where there's a couple of big personalities at clubs and they kind of end up butting heads and one of them ends up leaving and stuff like that. And there's a lot of similarities with, with all of that stuff as well. Now I say all of this, I'm not saying this with some sense of righteous indignation throughout. I'm going to be openly admitting I'm fucking loving it. Like I'm fucking loving it. I'm not, and I'm not ashamed to say it because it is the kind of drama that is like you mentioned about Montreal. Like those of us who were watching at that point in time, that's where it was where wrestling had become this whole kind of other thing. And it was about the backstage and everything else. It's kind of unfortunate, by the way, you didn't mention that we've got, what adds up to about fucking 12 hours of wrestling to kind of cover
1: <laughs> on top of That's this awful. company
4: looking like it's having like a, a nervous breakdown, basically Thanks. my notes, which are all about specific, I've gone out the fucking window. Like, I don't think I'll be spend like, you know, with this kind of stuff, it dominates the future direction of this company. If all reporting is to be believed, it goes in one direction which is kind of CM Punk, you'd go with what is their biggest and most marketable star. And, you know, a man who's proven to add more to a buy rate than say a, a Brian Danielson, to be honest with you. But then like there's things about the timing and everything else. And you've got between the founders of the company, between the executive vice presidents, the whole thing that is built around the reason why elite is in the name of the company between the bucks mm. and, and Kenny Omega. And then you throw in fucking Ace Steel for shits and giggles <laughs> to have the most manic week Forgetting of any at employee. <laughs> Did he find a desk to shit on afterwards? Because that pretty much would be ticking what a week. at this stage. What a week.
2: What's your immediate reaction to it, Matt? It's fucking insane, well, isn't
3: it? Ben, I, don't, you know, I was grinning from the ear to ear watching it, mate, just laughing my head off, just loving mm. it for all different types of reasons, like... Just Triple H sitting there loving all this, Ben. That's face, first person I thought of with all this, just seeing all this commotion going on. But it's been coming for weeks, though, please, hasn't it? Cody, that's what I'm saying. It's been coming for weeks, mm. all the little rumblings you've been hearing. And Punk's finally had enough. He, you know, he didn't even bite, I'm sure we'll go into like most of the detail, but he didn't even bite on a question. He just went off on one straight away. It's like, he yeah. was <laughs> just had his, eye, his eyes all the way through it, but I couldn't keep my eyes off his eyes. It was just like, he was obviously livid and it was just great, great stuff.
2: That was the thing watching it live. It was like, you know, like you just looking around and it's like, yep, 100%. Like I, I tuned, mm-hmm. I was watching on the proper AW YouTube and they did just cut right in and he was already talking. Yeah. And you didn't, I, I just assumed, oh, he must have been asked a question, <laughs> presumably. No, he wasn't. He just went off on one and like, <laughs> it. I mean that was the story, the the press conference as well, like you know, we'll get into the you know, the performance of the media there or the lack thereof of uh, of some of them, but like they could have asked them any question on air. And he still wanted to direct the, questions, the, the his answers into that. He wanted to talk about Colt Cabana. He wanted, well, Scott Colton. He wanted to talk about Harman Page. He wanted to talk about the elite. Like, you know, there were media people throwing him softball questions about the influence of Terry Funk or some... Bo- like, the, the biggest wrestling story of the generation is taking place in front of them, And some of these journalists wanted to ask CM Punk about, like, is K Fabe saw knee and how he managed to fight through the match yeah. and win. Like that was fucking yeah. ridiculous. But Punk didn't let that stop him. Punk yeah. just went for it and just he, he had he had something he wants to get off his chest. And like he's that that's what he is when he when there's something like that. He's a dog with a bone. He doesn't let go of crutches, as we know now. And we've always known he's always cool. been this person. Like going back to Roh, like I've had spiky interactions with him. My friends have had spiky interactions with him. Like he was mini, he was mini triple H in Ring of Honor. That's what he was. And he was known on the indies as being this grumpy <laughs> prick who you know had things his own way and fall out with people. And you know, there's all the Shakara stuff and Eddie Kingston and all that the AW turned into a story this year. But you know, there was absolutely truth in that. This is who CM Punk has always been, and like mm-hmm. I was watching it like you guys, are enjoying it, you know, when it when it just Flew into it, it felt like I was experiencing history as it was happening in front of me. And I am a huge CM Punk fan despite the cunt years, like I always say That's about it. Mean,
3: ben, you're gonna feel more attached, aren't you? Like, anyway, because it's punk, you know but what I
2: mean? He's my, he- in a lot of ways, he's like my hero, but he's one of the heroes mm. I wouldn't want to meet. Like, I yeah. would, like, if he offered me, like, yeah. do you want to go to dinner with CM Punk? I'd say no, like, I'd be like, nah, you know what? Because I don't think he'd like me, <laughs> and I don't think we'd have anything to talk about, you know? Like, what's the point? <laughs> like, I wouldn't want to, like, but like. This is just, this is, you know, it's not new. This is always who he's been. Like, Mm -hmm. and from the start, it's like he just can't let go of these petty grudges, like this, the Cabana stuff. Like I say, he wasn't even asked about it. And he was wrong, you know, from the start. He he started launching into Nick Houseman about, you should, if you're going to report on stuff, you should declare the fact you're friends with Cabana. Nick Houseman's like, I'm not friends with Cabana anymore. I fell out with him, you know, like CM Punk did. And CM Punk kind of half apologize, but he didn't let him stop him, you know, kind of launching into a rant, launching into that the Hamman page stuff, you know, and it's like, as much as I'm, if this makes sense, getting enjoyment out of it, and I'm entertained by everything he's saying, like, he's just, he's writing his own death warrants, you know, with, like, with fans in Hmm. general, with, you know, that locker room, with as far as anyone, you know, backing him, you know, coming out of this, it's just, as much as, like, he might be right in certain elements, there are things about the Colt Cabana stuff we can go into that, like, I kind of, you know, saw a bit more from his point of view once he made those points, but I still think overall he, he came across as the, uh, as the bad guy, you know, there's things about the Hangman Page stuff that, like, he's right to be angry about, but you know, obviously he's gone about it the wrong way, and, like, the, you know, the The stuff with you know the young bucks and Kenny Omega, like you know, airing that dirty laundry out in public again. You can argue, you know, that he's that he's right in some ways or that they're you know all the things he says about them, but it's the way he's gone about it that's caused all this. And then there's the fight afterwards, and he's still getting involved. Like it's hard to even as the biggest CM Punk fan of the world, JP, it's hard to defend them at this point.
4: Oh, it is hard to defend him. Like it's this, the analogy I've seen with him is this: is this is very much kind of like Roy Keane. This is like kind of Roy Keane style behavior, where you look at him and you can say he can be right about a lot of the, the things he said. Like in some ways, some of the comments, it's brutal that the public manner of it and things like that, where you're just trying to like humiliate people, and you know they don't have the right to reply. But that's the kind of personality he is, and that's what you sign up for with him. Like he wasn't, he didn't have this kind of reputation. It's the difficulty, like, the difficulty, there's many difficulties that AEW have and Tony Khan, whose face is a picture throughout all of this, by oh, the way, with the bits that, he thinks, oh, I'm out, I'm that, out of the woods, that, oh, that, no, that. fucking hell. And then when he gets to the back and sees the security rushing off and, and and everything else that's there, it is, I, I was thinking myself, like, is that, like, does he just want out of wrestling? Is it a case where he just doesn't want to really be in wrestling anymore? That he scratched that itch, he came back, he had that pop, he's had the kind of Chicago stuff. Does he actually want to stay around? And this is someone who can be an asshole, like almost in a way like kind of wanting to get out. Does he have any burning desire to kind of be there? Because I kind of, like there's a professional pride and other things like that, but his personality just doesn't work within like 2022. Or what it's a scene, a shame, or what yeah. this or what this particular generation of independent wrestlers wow. who, in essence, this is a company devised by a group of wrestlers banding together to put on their own show, which showed kind of proof of concept, managed to get Ring of Honor to provide a lot of the stuff, but effectively an, an independent show from wrestlers, massively successful. And that's what Tony Khan purchased. And so at this point, you've got like you look at the future direction of the company's like, well, what would it be backstage? If he keeps CM Punk around, can he? Previous eras, this wouldn't have been a thing. It, but you also think of big sports franchises who don't want to get rid of players, like who just think, no, they're worth too much to the club. Do I want to get rid? Can I avoid them? Would we suspend them? Like the amount of American footballers, and you even see it in things like rugby league as well in the NRL, who just kind of like do all manner of kind of bad shit. And mm-hmm. is kind of pushed to the side. Can he get rid? But it feels like the divide in the locker room, which I didn't think, I wondered if there were people very quietly who would be not as keen on the Bucks and Kenny Omega and the way that the company's going, but they're not going to say that publicly. It's kind of easy to kind of, it's hard to see him wanting to stay, let alone Mm -hmm. should they have him. So this is the point. Do you reach a mutual decision about it? I mean, Mm -hmm. but The wrestling fan in me, again, to come back to that, doesn't view it that way. thinks, oh, there's money in this now. And there's genuine fucking drama and everything else. So if they can work out a way, whereas in any line of work, he'd be gone. And then you can't do all the shit backstage. The other thing as well, I know I'm, I'm kind of going off on a few other things on here, but what this all stems from is absolute fucking nonsense. There's holding a grudge, and then there's just bullshit. And I also think he's painfully naive punk to think he would never be asked about Colt Cabana at any stage of his AEW run. So the righteous indignation about it, it's like this you're going back to work where where he is. And like you say, he's there. So like you knew that kind of when you sign up for like that to be the case. So I think the idea that he's being asked about is well, well, of course that's gonna happen. And it's an industry built on like kind of gossip. Effectively yeah. for a lot Correct. of the stuff. That's what we think of as journalism. It's people who are given gossip from wrestlers who work within companies a lot of the time. That's what it feels like. So much of of journalism is. It's just that all of this happened in front of those journalists, so they can't avoid it. Like any idea, like Dave Meltzer not being able to report on this, that's not possible. Like they kind of have to. Like they're there. It, it, you yeah,
1: he, know. But, but from the start <laughs>
2: made this part of the news, though. Like to, to that point, like he. Like he was did any of us really cause I was there for the for the hangman promo and the workers' rights thing and it was weird. But you know, and I remember I mentioned it on this podcast that I thought it was weird mm. and I thought it was maybe alluding to Colt Cabana. And it I remember saying at the time it, it put a bit of a dirty, you know, bad taste in my mouth when Punk won the belt that like there was this lingering, you know, he's the bad guy because he's, you know, this outsider who's come in and you know, that's what Hangman was alluding to. Did anyone remember that three months later, when he came back? Like the reason it became news is because he stood there in the ring, and, and when in yeah. the moment when the spotlight was supposed to be on him and supposed to be on John Moxley, he took time out of their TV to launch into a tirade against Haman Page, which you know, by all intents and purposes, is hundred percent shoot. In no reason, there's no reason to do it to set up any kind of storyline match or anything with Haman Page. He did that. And then this press conference, you know, Matty, to the the same point, he's like, like JP said, he's the one who brought this out all in the open now as well. He's the one who's caused this to dominate the headlines. Like, this is Mm. all, this is as much as I love it. This is all CM Punk-led.
4: As a teacher in school, he he reminds me of the naughty kid who is, oh, sorry, Matty, he's the naughty kid who is always at the centre of everything, but it's never his fault. Like, in many ways, Mm. there's always, like, this element of him, of just this drama. And it's like he's, Mm. at times, like, he doesn't understand why it's like this. And you kind of go, it's kind of because you're a prick. Like you said, (laughs) at his his heart, he's a prick. (laughs) I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying that doesn't make him any less kind of brilliant. But as a person, he's not the kind of person you go up to. Many of your favorite 1980s wrestlers, Jesus Christ, you wouldn't have avoided them (laughs) outside. They'd smash shit out of you. But, like, and... He's from a different... I don't know. I think there's things generationally that he thinks is is different with wrestling. Sorry, Matty, I completely cut across you.
3: Oh, don't worry, JP. No, you, you probably said it better than me there, but it's just... This is punk, though, as, as you said, boys. You know, he, he's stubborn. He can't let nothing go. It's stuck in his head, then, oh, isn't it? he have been wanting to get this out. But, you know, regarding the journals, though, hey, boys... I think in a way they don't. they done Khan and him a bit of a favour by not prodding him because you as a jno you would want to ask and prod him while you've got him hot because he would have said anything if you'd asked them. But imagine if he did and then it would have went on. Khan would might have had to have physically stopped him from like saying anything or putting his hands. You just don't know how it would have escalated even further, Ben. You know what I mean? You just but that's, that's, that's the the yourself so,
2: there, isn't it? Yeah, this is that's it. That's the it's, thing, like it's I was getting into this with someone this week that the journalist's job there as someone who's done press scrums, who's someone who's been pressed at AEW, like their job isn't to play along with storylines and, and ask KFA questions, in my opinion. Yeah. Their job is to ask questions, even if Tony Khan doesn't want to answer them, even if yeah. CM Punk mm-hmm. doesn't want to answer them, because Tony Khan's job in that situation, as is being kind of said, the chat's got a little bit mad, they can't pick on every comment, but as someone's just said in the chat, like it's Tony Khan's job to shut that down. It's Tony Khan's job to either say there's no comment, or it's Tony Khan's job okay. to turn to CM Punk and go, "We need to concentrate on the pay per view that just happens." You know, let's but let's talk about the pay per view. Let's talk about your match. Yeah.
3: Then Khan cut, he, Punk cut Khan off though when he about the was it the Forbes comment? Yeah. On? Punk half cut Khan off early doors as if to say you're not saying that kind of thing. So just can't the, sit in front of him sitting there next to him. It was just amazing to watch. You know the, what could yeah. Khan have done? You know it's.
4: The, oh, the problem is, is it gave the impression of it's really the place is being run kind of by the EVP. He's not in control, Tony Khan. Yeah. And he's not in control backstage. And you've got a scenario here where it's it's like there's a lot of these combustible elements. I know is if this is a one? non-story in the matter of all of this. There's a no comment on Malachi Black, which would suggest a lot of the reporting about that, suggests obviously – you've had the Bucks and Kenny leaking to saying various stories to Meltzer since the creation of the company. That much is obvious. And, and Chris Jericho, like these are things that aren't very hard to work out. And you look at that and you see that as well. Like, you know, there is, it becomes like a place where it's like, what the fuck are we all doing? Why is there sort of an element of, of backstabbing here going on? Like, why aren't they all in the kind of directions? I thought to myself, you know, would Vince have tolerated this? There was always, like, obviously many, many evils to the man. But the one thing he did is there was, like, an element of – you knew who was in control. There was, like, that element of discipline. Now, I'd say he obviously took it kind of, like, to the extremes as much as anything else, as the company being more about him than anything else. But you just look at them and you just think, Punk's saying what the fuck he wants. His boss is sat there, the man who pays him. He just wants to go, actually, actually, tell you what, Phil, call it a night. It's it's too much after the match. Bringing him in when there's the adrenaline and other stuff like that, like has been mentioned earlier on the chat. Like that's a dumb idea in and of itself. You could have built up to him being there, and instead you just there's a combustible situation, and you have this happening and everything else. It's it's certainly hard to. A I, 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 I steel isn't there in what is going to be known as one of the more memorable producer runs in, uh, in kind of big <laughs> in American <everything>. TV history. <laughs> It's the question and I don't know like do you get do you get rid of punk? If it was our workplaces, you, it's not even a fucking debate. Is there a HR department? If this happened at Fulham, I heard waiting. Would Fulham allow this to happen? If Mitch Rich decided mm, Mitch just to go over and done. Yeah. <laughs> That's been fine. Fairness. I mean, like this this was my point today, like the
2: at the end of, mm. you know, they, they run an NFL team, you know, like how many of those players have been like done just this year on fucking, you know. All because kinds of criminal, criminal charges and. But, and that point. but if it, this is what I can't understand about the rumors we're hearing, and Wade Keller's just tweeted that there's major developments coming this evening, which I can only read one way. It's gonna shock me if that's the, if we get if that's the news we get tonight that Punk has been sacked and they have actually put the foot down because. You know, in any, I don't know people. I know you've just made the argument, JP, and people have made that argument. Well, what if it happened in your workplace? But you know, we don't work for wrestling
4: companies. Absolutely. You know, I yeah. think the,
2: the, the, <laughs> the most the would Yeah,
4: a couple of, of weeks ago, he'd have been he'd have been fired because he would have been yeah. you you physically you physically pushed another employee of the company, and you can't do that in the workplace. You just I'm be saying that's, that's gross me. misconduct. You're gone. It's. It's the nature of wrestling and that's kind of what way, it is, the nature, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the that makes all of this and it makes equivalent... the journalism stuff as well. Yeah, the closest the
2: equivalent is real sports, and you know what would happen mm. in football, what would happen in the NFL. I think that's the best closest equivalent. But to but you, what you were just saying about... before, depends, depends. right? It's yeah, yeah it depends on the, on, you know, who, on the who card, the player, you
3: know, how big the star is. is. Of course, that all. Yeah, R- Ron- look at
2: Ronaldo right? at United as an example. You know what I mean? people pretend that didn't happen, but like to that point, like. It does come full circle to what you were both saying there about, you know, the inmates running the asylum at AEW. Like if tonight we find out that like the elites are suspended steel's gone punk has gone or whatever the, the final decision is that's going to be them putting the hammer down too late it shouldn't have got to this point like it's ridiculous that it got to this point it's ridiculous that, uh you know there was some truth to what punk said you know those evps i don't think have really you know are they really management are they really you know i'm sure they could manage a target um you know well, that's a hard job to do but you know like that 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 combustible situation but mm. there, going back to the Cody Rhodes days. If anything, yeah. Cody being gone sh- shone a light on it. it. was almost like he was the middleman between like the Bucks and Kenny's way of doing things and maybe a you know an older school kind of wrestling way. And the more of these punks and Moxleys and Jericho's get power and you know to describe it that way that like you know that they're, they're like aggressive aggressive and you know, the, uh, the the young bucks in Kenya are used to just being passive-aggressive and used to just being, you know, having to run the place and doing their own mm. thing. All these elements were always combustible, Matty.
3: This is it, Ben. The, the inmates run on the asylum. And I know. I was saying this last night to the guys watching it. You know, it's all right being that like different company. Like, we're going to let you have a bit of, you know, control because going against W, where there's too much, you know, ag- against you and stuff. We'll let you have your own development, your own stuff. It was never... It couldn't have lasted... That long, Ben. I'm surprised if you said, I'm surprised it's lasted this long without something else happening because you just can't do it for me. That's the appeal mm-hmm. of joining AEW, wasn't it? It's to get like the WWE guys anyway. It's like I, it was just never going to be end well at all. But Uh-oh. good old Phil's come in and just that, that's you know, as we keep saying, or you say, Ben, that's what you get with him though. <laughs> He's the one who's going to break yeah. it and cause this to happen. That's all you, you can come back to.
4: He just lives it. Like, it's like, to a small extent, like Stan Collymore, my old championship manager, say. I brought him in on a free transfer. He scored two goals. And then he went AWOL for two weeks. And I signed him to his two-year contract, a more fool me. With all of, like, with, it, it, this affects, like, the television stuff. This couldn't be happening at a worse possible time. They have to show they're a company with full momentum going into 2023 because of the rights deal stuff. They're at a company in Warner Brothers discovery that is looking for reasons to make cuts and cuts to content in particular and what is considered to be expensive. And obviously their big thing that they're not getting rid of is like the live sports stuff. And I think it's that live element is the thing that keeps dynamite there and that, and that kind of younger demo. But if they see a company that's kind of imploding at like at this point in time, where it, it gives the impression that the person that you're negotiating with is the like Tony Khan being there. It, it's just like, there hasn't been any delegation of responsibility. I spoke about a few hires the other week. That feels like that's like you're basically the bubbles burst and you're trying to still push everything back in. It's it's like you've, the damage is kind of done. They need, they need an infrastructure. There isn't like any kind of like how they're going to look into this. and so the, there's so many things with this where it just makes AEW look incredibly bad, incredibly shitty, like in terms of like as a as a place like where it's kind of run like backstage that it is the case where the wrestlers are running the show and you've got Tony playing EWR and he doesn't really have a handle on them. He can have a handle on the smaller ones because obviously he can money, but those top, top stars know that they've got leverage to go elsewhere as well. And that's the other thing. Yeah. You've got a WWE who will look to take advantage of all of this. Any strife, everything else, they're going to be thinking, right, fuck it, it's on. There's weaknesses there. We can siphon off the talent, say we're going to use them better. And they've got a much bigger war chest to play with.
3: Yeah. But 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 bueno, it's one of them. If Punk does go, which like Reds believe he's going to, then it will affect the business because it, he's the one who's come in. And he's through these houses. He's through the buyer. So you're getting rid of it, It's it, a tough position to be in. You've got to set your marker down and get rid of him if you're the boss. But you're getting rid of your biggest draw, though. It, it, this is what's so great. That's
2: I why I'm surprised like, if that's the way it goes. Because I was going to ask you that, Matt. If you, mm. you're Tony Khan... <laughs> Who decide within this situation? Because I, I think right. that was the most bizarre thing about it. Punk is there ripping into the to the EVPs, and Tony Khan was next to him, kind of on the long. I mean, he was just being awkward and being Tony Khan, mm-hmm. but it's not like he was standing up for them either. And in those moments, you kind of Punk felt like the most powerful mm-hmm. man in the company. You kind of yeah. forgot this company was built on the backs of Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and Hangman Page and those guys. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> surely, lent. like. Hmm?
3: That's right, it was. But Punk, to be fair, they set the foundation. He has come in. And you know, he has shifted the gears, hasn't he? He has made it like these two million dollar houses. No, he hasn't. Gareth will argue that, <laughs> oh.
2: you not know, as much as like Gareth expected, <laughs> though. We would have maybe expected, but yeah, obviously, last year's, yeah. year's pay per view numbers say everything. Rampage, when this he is started it, of course, you know, you know that, that period where they were doing over a million. You know, yeah, obviously, yeah, he's a bigger draw. Yeah, like, you, do you don't do have do to look it? at Dynamite the last few weeks. Like me and JP have been talking about it, and it's not, not something people like to talk about. But the last two weeks of Dynamite, Punk and Moxley have been the draw on this. Show and the Kenny Omega main event with the Young Bucks has dropped to 100 to 200 thousand <laughs> views two weeks in a row. That might just be yeah. those two weeks. It might be an aberration, but it's not an encouragement. If you just go purely business, you know it's more evidence, isn't it, to go with Punk yeah. rather than the... it's yeah. heart versus head, isn't it?
3: It is. It really you... is
4: because it really is. Go on, Do you think, like, I mean, is is there a point where, like? I hate to say it, Tony Khan's he see more upside, like from a business perspective, in having CM Punk around than say a Kenny Omega. Like if you're make forced to make a choice between the two, is how long is Kenny Omega going to be around for? As well at the kind of top level, if you're making these kind of choices, these are like big, big things. Obviously, the, they could go to WWE and wherever else and kind of make that fortune. But you're, it's such a bit. They brought so many, so many of that that roster are kind of in through them. And as much as Tony Khan just, I imagine, is tired of their kind of whimsical bullshit. And I was writing my notes like when I was watching the show of just like how like the story between Moxley and Punk in two weeks far supersedes this soap opera bullshit that we had in the trios match. Like where well, I don't care about it, even as well as they told the story on the night. Like fundamentally, their stuff and their feuds is much worse television than what punk. And Moxley has ended up delivering. So for all, like, you know, you look at the last year, you look at the highlights of AEW in that last year, a lot involved Punk. You know, yeah. Punk. you could say Punk MJF, Punk Eddie Kingston. Obviously, you've got Punk Moxley. There's loads of other stuff that they could go to, and they'd probably view them as, like, kind of drawing matches. Obviously, they're going back to MJF and stuff like that as well. The other lads are, like, trios when champions, it- which doesn't mean shit.
3: But it is, better. it's what you said. <laughs> it's heart overhead, yeah, isn't it? This is it. It's yeah. like, as JP said, the elite have brought all like the undercards in. Tony Khan went out of his way to bring CM Punk back after seven years, the big return to pro wrestling. Ideally, he'd sit them all down, wouldn't he, in a room if he could and say, like, fucking let's get over this, working into angles and matches going forward. You know, throw a few fines and suspensions out. Just clear the air, die it down for a few weeks. And then bring them all back and let's make money with that's how you, you've got to go. If he sacks him, I mean, as we we're saying though, in a workplace, what's great about it? was a workplace. He has had to go. It's just all up in the air. But that's what that's what we're loving, isn't it? It's like we can't wait to see what's next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: it. Isn't it? I, I, I You
2: know, I'm hundred percent believing the news that's going to come at some point tonight as the punk is gone. But I'm still mm. shocked by that for all the things that you say. You yeah. know, that like, like yeah, business wise. You know, do you make that call? Is it, you know, heart overhead going with, you know, the young bucks and and Kenny instead? But it's like, you know, if we go to the detail of the story, you know, what happens? You know, Punk went off on one, completely, you know, went on as did his own thing, did it on TV, then did it in the media scrum, then like basically, you know, kind of undermined his boss, then went backstage. And depending on the details of this backstage fight, you know, some people are saying he's the one who threw the first punches. Then you got fucking you know, we made light of it, but I mean I love a Steel, but a steel like the one th- certainty, the news doesn't have to have to break, a Steel is gone because a steel, yeah, yeah. steel is yeah, Aceel is producer and he threw a chair in someone's head and bit the leg, and that's hilarious. Because I'm sure loads of us would like to bite Kenny Omega's leg every now and then when he's being a dickhead, but like you can't stay, and I was my feeling on it, depending on the detail we get tonight, was like, even if Punk doesn't get pushed, he'll probably walk anyway. Because there's no way you can keep a steal in his job, he can't do his job, he can't credibly do his job going forwards. But yeah. you know, CM Punk's gonna be like, Well, he backed me up, you know, he was yeah, there, he had he had my back. Of that, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> you know, no chance, yeah.
4: If, if I could add a, a weird element of, of the CM Punk friendship stuff, because I was when he was talking about um. Colt Cabana. I've got
2: laugh on this. I kept thinking (laughs) about Joey
4: Mercury in the documentary and talking about like the money he's given. And it feels like okay, there is a weird element where he holds this kind of financial sway over you as well. And I don't think I think there's that's something about it that I find kind of quite quite creepy, I'll be honest with you about that because it's how it comes across to me could be completely wrong on that but you're talking about someone who gives lots and lots of money out and what he demands is absolute fucking loyalty to the hill and yes. and being backed up on everything even when he's wrong like and that's and that's what it is is that then a friendship like it's, not, it's, is it? it's <laughs> like I, I don't know, to me it'd be like oh, fuck this I don't yeah. need it I'm off Like if that's if that's how things are are, are kind of viewed, So you get like a steel fucking willing to. I didn't know he was hired. That's the whole thing. We're talking about being fired. When was he hired? When did that happen? Was that years? Has he been there? I I didn't know who he was. Came in.
3: I'm not not being a titty or being one of them guys. Who is he? I don't even know who he is. I've never. I've I've (laughs) seen the name written down, but like. Was he a wrestler?
2: Was he a wrestler? I don't know. Yeah, i Punk at Cabana's trainer, who they kind of like forced into their, their stable in ROH. He was like a third man. Like yeah. It was just kind of, I uh, bring your dad to work kind of day. Like he was never yeah. a thing in ROH. He was just This is Second
4: City Saints, isn't it?
2: Like the third <laughs> yeah,
3: man the in that group. Group.
2: yeah Has he got yeah, the yeah. No? wasn't the team with Punk. Has he got what, sorry? Has he,
3: has he got the matches
2: no <laughs> <laughs> hey pros pro, though. You oh know, the you, professional wrestler, Matthew. For the work, team.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all right, What yeah. oh. Oh.
2: Well, we found out Dynamite last week, one of the greatest promos in the oh. history of wrestling. No, I what
3: boys? <laughs> no, seriously, right? I haven't been keeping up with dynamite before. So I'm gonna be on spotlight, I'll do a bit of homework, watch the events, of course, watch dynamite. I absolutely love from the minute he ran down and picked that open contract up. That was all my I love that story coming out. What a promo. It got me right into the match and right mm-hmm. behind CM Punk to win the match. It was so good. <laughs> it was fucking dropping that F bomb in there as
4: well. <laughs> Mate, as, as Mikey says in the chat, I still fight, <laughs> fuck, fight, uh, a raised. Fuck bite leave. That's got to be impressive.
2: be the title. That's the story. But like to JP's point, I've got a lot. Like you know again. I want to underline, and everyone listens to this knows, like, unless you're new to this. I don't think there's a bigger CM Punk fan than me. It might be Gareth, if it's not me. I fucking mm. love the man, despite his his faults. But he is a piece of shit. He's a bad friend. Like, like the, the Colt Cabana stuff. He's still, like, there were definitely things I didn't know about the story that he put out there, like, in mm. front of the media. Wrong time to do it, but he did. But he's still, at the end of the day, he was the one who earned Cabana's podcast. He was the one who went ran, ran ran down WWE. Yeah, they both got sued. WWE are a for suing them. Cabana was an indie wrestler who could he couldn't have afforded proper legal representation. That's why Punk was paying for it in the first place. But if you believe Punk, you caught like there is like, like a it's like his mind went blank for the next bit of the story, and then it's like yeah, and then he sued me, and now we're not friends anymore. It's like no, he sued you because if we believe reports, Cole Cabana did a backstage did a, I think it was a. a, a commentary um audition with WWE. Punk took that as a personal slight. Or took something else as a personal slight. He's never said. This is the part of the story he leaves out. Stop paying for for Cole Cabana's legal fees. They had like a look like a mini makeup during the actual trial itself. Because that shocked me in 2018 when, you know, Punk referred to Cabana as his friend. And they were both, you know, apparently chatting happily in the courtroom. But then soon after that, Cabana, again, not innocent either. I think Cabana, because he doesn't talk about this, gets painted as this completely innocent, perfect victim party. Cole Cabana's not the nicest human being in the world either. Again, I've had interactions with him too. He's still a pro wrestler at the end of the day. And I'm sure he's a false, but you know he then sues CM Punk, and that's the bit where that's the bit where CM Punk picks the story up again when he tells the story at the scrum. Oh yeah, he sued me, so I sued him back. Then for like decides to go off and what about yeah he shares a bank account with his mum? Like just throw that yeah. in there. Like you don't want to get yeah, yeah, that's just oh, public horrible,
3: humiliation horrible.
2: stuff. Yeah, bad. It's a dick move. Yeah, and it's like yeah. But it's like all over schoolyard stuff. Like it's so yeah, petty oh and ridiculous. And like, Punk is is like for everything I love about him, he is such a hypocrite. All the things he said about Hangman Page, he doesn't take advice. He doesn't listen to veterans. Who does that sound like? That sounds like CM Punk getting told who was it the, the veteran backstage in WWE told him he shouldn't wear wrist tape because it looked like he's got broken arms. Tony he Atlas the fuck off. Tony Atlas, yeah. he kicked up Raven. How many times did him and Raven butt heads because he didn't? In he didn't, fairness,
4: he was wearing some sexy shoes that day, so big yeah. tone was all over the place. The he was. <laughs> <laughs> if,
2: there's, if there's ever a poster boy for doing things your own way. And learning your own way, and you know, he listened to some veterans, the ones he wanted to listen to, Eddie Guerrero, Terry Funk, mm. whoever. But like, if there was ever a poster boy for that, you know, butted heads with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. How I many times? Imagine if Triple H or Shawn Michaels like you haven't drawn a dime, you don't know what you're talking about. He'd be the first one to kick off. And the fact that he's saying that at a press conference, like Hangman Page hasn't done anything. He was AEW champion. Oh, because he wasn't in WWE. He hasn't done anything. Kenny in the books haven't done anything. Oh, because mm. it was in New Japan and AEW. That's so. That's Vince Pilt stuff. That's ridiculous. Like there's no logic to what he's saying. Like, he's a fucking he is, he's a piece of shit, he is.
4: He's a dick. But however, there is always the thing where when you're talking about workplaces, and this is when he was talking about business and stuff like that, where it's just like, do you know what? This is like a business, and maybe that they'll they'll realize it in terms of how it's run. That's the kind of stuff when he was saying that you thought, well, it kind of hits true because we, we saw it in the booking. The booking was a fucking shambles until Tony Khan took control of it. Like that Christmas, that Dark Order it's Still, still ways. Oh, it is. But imagine what it would have been if they'd carried on with it. <laughs> Librarians mm. stuff like that. Stuff that we've deleted from our fucking minds, frankly, of just being mm. like levels of fucking nonsense and shit that they would do because ultimately it made them laugh so you've got this like again coming back to Roy Keane in Saipan looking at the Republic of Ireland everyone else is loving this friendly atmosphere he comes from Man United Ie WWE looks at this and goes this is fucking shambolic we need to do this in a much better way so and at that point it kicks off with kind of everybody there in which case he tells you know Mick McCarthy he's not even Irish anyway and tells him to shove it um shove it up his bollocks And it feels very, very similar for that single-minded individual who can be both right and wrong at the same time. Because the way he reacts to things is like a fucking child. Like, Mm. he is. It's a fucking child over childish bullshit that ultimately is meaningless. And it didn't make him see... He doesn't come across as someone of, like, being above it or anything else. I don't imagine Brian Danielson doing this. No. You know what I mean? I wouldn't imagine Claudio doing it. Like it, but that's what you get when you, yeah. But the
2: uh, but the power is an an amalgamation of Brett Sean 97. That's what he is. Yeah, he's Sean in all the immature ways, and he's Brett in the bitter, justified rage kind of way. (laughs) There's another Brett Michael, well, there's a couple, but he's that, isn't he? It's that justified kind of moral
4: indignation
2: that he offers. Yeah.
4: And he's also then up, up against a lot of other moral indignation with a modern-day fan base who, at the same time, are never going to kind of see this perspective. So you you wonder how the reaction is going to be with it. So, like, the kind of shock that AEW was ever going to be like this, and you think it's a workplace, it's wrestling, it's full of these combustible figures, It's very easily could end up like that. So I think a lot of the shock and stuff, if you've been following AEW and seen how it is and are aware of it, it feels like, We were on the verge of this. This is kind of why we did the AEW half-year special, because it feels like at the core, beneath it all, while we'd see this good stuff, we could see it's like the stuff that just doesn't feel right here, the stuff that's not like, you know, it's like from a creative perspective, but it feels like it's kind of stretched. You could see the kind of slight wrinkles in the product. And I think here we are today, because it was like you said early on, but it was never dealt with. It was allowed to get far too far. And here we are because they never resolved it. How they resolve it in the future, the first thing Tony Khan should be thinking about is someone else to handle the kind of him overseeing it, but somebody else there on a day-to-day basis who isn't going to take that kind of bullshit and has to be above all of the EVPs. Who do you get in who is a figure that you could, first of all, who you could trust in wrestling? That's a really big one, but it's a big enough figure to be able to manage these level of egos and kind of explain to them, look, if you want to earn money from this, like, this is what we need to do with it and managing the situations. Funny enough, a Jim Ross back in 1997 would be I fucking deal for this job. Jim Ross in 2022 I, is not the same person. And I've advocated for him having that kind of backstage role, but they miss figures like that. Jeff Jarrett. Reinventions. Well <laughs> Jeff Jar- shit in it,
3: would he man, in the middle of it? Just imagine he, he was at the, the center of guys. this. Yeah, he'd be on oh, imagine he
4: was feeding shit to punk yeah. all along. <laughs> oh that would be the most Jarrett movie. If you want conspiracy theories, and it's a work, like no, Jeff Jarrett's behind it. There we go. You're not hearing that in any other podcasts this week.
3: Hey Ben. No one else made this great down all an all time and on its own. Him just shoving them minties muffins, was it, in his goblin? <laughs> just saying oh. cake. Stupidity, number one. Picking it, I just launched anything. This it. is why Sorry. I still
2: love him. Yeah, because despite everything I'm saying, I do still love him. You know. So yeah. unfortunately, somebody dropped 1997 Bret Hart into a vlogger match table generation wrestling that he's just not built for, and like it coming to loggerheads. But like, like he's just sitting there at that at that table, fucking firing off at his enemies like he's Tupac, like I hit him up as you hit on the intro, like. Stuffing like you say, fucking banana yeah. bread down his fucking cob. He's the coolest <laughs> man in the world, isn't he? That moment still,
3: though. Yeah, this is where it is.
4: It's
3: fucking <laughs> hell <laughs> at,
4: at that point, when I was watching, I thought, well, this press conference is like, it's kind of a joke now at this point. Because if you had any kind of Have thinking of not? like a seven, oh, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I, I would say, imagine if Anthony Gordon decided to do like the post match interview on Match of the Day. Well, I don't know eating some Frazzles, like you'd be like fucking hell. Come on, you're like you're representing the club <laughs> and whatnot. You wouldn't sit beside him. You didn't have Frank Lampard going fucking look at. He loves those Frazzles. No, like you'd be like fucking play the game. can? the, the can, can?
3: was getting a can off him on the fucking plastic bag. He was having the, the fucking cans and whatnot.
4: How plazzy. many cans as well? How, How long did he think he was going for? Was it a contest? <laughs> <laughs> Fifteen of them, and it was just something on there. I'm sure it's some fucking. Hipster, fucking fresh lemonade Chicago thing. Vegan also, yeah,
3: definitely, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Dollar, yeah. Well,
4: can I also <laughs> add in this? Three of the four people, two of which are Christian, I think all four of them are tea, uh, three of them are tea totals at least. Ace Steel probably has to be because he's mates with CM Punk, yeah. unless he's mainlining a couple of beers when he's, you know, sat in the toilet or something hiding from him. couple of shots. Otherwise he'll take his fucking house away, I don't know. <laughs> um, like, that kind of stuff, like, it's it's mad, like you can't <laughs> at least I'm not saying it's any justification in the eighties you go, Well, they were fucked, weren't yeah. they? Balkan two like cold Scorpio in North things, Korea yeah. wanting to have a fight because they haven't got any drugs for three days and they're in North Korea. You go, oh well, you kind of expect it. What's the excuse here? Everyone's sober <laughs> as a fucking judge.
3: <laughs> That's what makes it even better, JP. <laughs> you <don't take> anything. <laughs> And they're fighting no, over nothing. <laughs> Silly <laughs> comedy. <common. laughs> Madness. <laughs> fucking children. <laughs> it's great.
2: <laughs> the, the thing that made it better poly- was that, to, the mic was broke, so they're all like 10 scales, like, deep-ass You sound That's
3: what you sound I said to you, oh. I said. Shed- I said to Crewe because was we seen Jericho's be first or something, I was like, Jericho's voice sound bad? Crewe's going on about like, his vocals and i like, singing and that. I thought, no, this is definitely a mic issue. And then went, "Can? come on. He sounded like David Seaman on the fucking magic. He was that deep. It was, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> it, was so... <laughs> it was fucking great, right? He sounded so mad when he was swearing. It was fucking great, right? <man. sighs> this is the sad bro. thing
2: that we need. We fucking live for this. We need this in wrestling as much as, yeah, like, oh, what's yeah. wrong? Punk should be punished. A steel should be fired. I'm so hope. I'm like, I'm literally hanging on to that last thread. I hope that maybe they'll just all be suspended for six months and they'll I all think come
0: that's
2: back. what I don't I want think it he'd
3: want that I've no, said uh, uh, it before. That's what he wants, saying, really. Yeah to get them all together.
4: Uh, and like all of the other all of the other lads, you say like the rest of the elite as well, they need a fucking severe bollocking as well. Need you do have to maintain it, yeah. some kind of slap line the for them and just yeah. going. Do you mind not just I don't know doing your fucking backstage gossipy bullshit to Dave Meltzer for five seconds, like or mm. perpetuating a point of view? Why don't you concentrate on the fucking tag division and women's division that you two are meant to be booking? Yeah, you know? mm. just for chits and giggles while you're doing a trios tournament. Otherwise, why are they eight EVPs other than we needed to sign these people for the, this company to be formed on there? I don't. Jericho's know. Jericho's the like, smartest man in the room. Jericho avoided is that. Jericho man. was
2: like. I won't be an EVP, you know, just, you know, I'll I'll just be your top star type of thing. And he's always yeah. that little bit separate. But when it all yeah. kicked off last night, who did they turn to? Jericho. Who's the man on. who, like, yeah. got in the room? Like, who's the, the locker room leader?
3: Like, yeah.
2: You can literally see Jericho whisper to Tony Khan, yeah. telling What's him that it's like yeah. it's George Bush on 9 11. You won't believe what just happened that he keeps keeps his straight face fit it all. Yeah. Like, I know that's a horrible comparison, but whatever. It's funny. Like, he fucking, that's Jericho. And Jericho was like, He's, he was wise enough to be like, you know what? Why would I want to be one of a VVP like these fucking children? Let them pre- yeah. have their pretend job titles. I'll just I'll be your top yeah. star, and he's going to be the one fucking laugh standing when Punk's gone, when the Bucks and Kenny take the ball and go home like the Jericho's of the world. That that's when they're going to eat
4: with a with a, with a crew of guys who at this point in time, who are they going to look up to? They're going to look mm. up to the guy who's in his early fifties, reinvented himself a load of time has a prominent place on the cards and within shows and has integrated himself into every major wrestling company since like the, what, the early 90s. It's just a shame he didn't do any AWA. I'm sure he did some USWA along the way as well. Like, has been everywhere. Like, that's the role he's in now. I know people would be like, oh, Chris Jericho, is in that role. It's like, yeah, because the other guys behave like children. Like, Kenny Omega, Mm -hmm. at some point, somebody just needs to say, mate, can you fucking grow up? You're in your late 30s and you're at ba- You behave like a fucking twat. No, you're doing the serious storyline. Yeah. All right. Do flippity do with the other lads as well. And we're fucking deodorers and bang on about that. Serious money, pay per view money, millions of fucking dollars. Can we actually aim for that rather than this? Just call bullshit on that childish fucking nonsense. It's a big company, which if they're not fucking careful, they're in danger of losing a TV deal. And somebody might pick them up, but not for the same money. And then people will start going like without trying to sound like sound funny. Then like I was always kind of bullish on the TV deal stuff as well. Do you want a company like this? Do you think that was the appeal of WCW when it was fucking all over the place in like, so 2000, 2001, <laughs> there's an element we would have been hard to sell on TV to other networks anyway, because it was like a kind of a shit show. Hmm. Yeah. sorry, I'm like, yeah. this point
2: no you're right i mean the one thing i will just to pull back on the jericho thing like i will say you know when he's standing up there at talent meetings ago and people should be keeping oh, their yeah. business private and shouldn't be going to the sheets he's the first one on dave's phone and wade's yeah. phone and you know he's just as bad as the, the rest of the interviews he's, he's just given political.
3: all the interviews definitely jericho he's
2: savvy enough to know how to go about it and, and yeah how to do it like Yeah, what a fucking like I want to ask what's next for AEW, but like we just don't know where we are. Like, is Punk gonna get fired? Is he injured? That's another thing. You know, somebody mentioned it before in the chat. We haven't talked Mm -hmm. about that, like this idea that potentially He's caused himself another injury by fucking going swinging in his locker room with the young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Like that would be the most 2022 CM Punk thing ever, wouldn't it? Like are these yeah. are these the two worst title runs of all time? Matty? like oh, as a combined man. title run, what a fucking joke. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, we just give Moxie yeah. interim belt again, don't we? That's all. That's all you've got to do. Oh, if this is the that, case. Was, that was the shout though.
2: Just give him the belt. Just let him yeah. win. Like the, yeah. at least Moxie will. At least Moxie's yeah. not going to turn round and go. You know Instead. what? The only people I'll wrestle. Uh, fucking Samoa Joe and the two members of FTR, because that's yeah. where it's going with Punk if he sticks ben around. Punk. Like, who's he, gonna
3: was, he was always gonna win this match, though. He was always gonna win this. You know what I mean? And this is where it's, hmm. it's
4: it's fucking dangerous. Argued argued on the weekend show, like when we were think like when there was stuff about the kind of strife strife with Punk, and we were kind of a couple of weeks into it. That Moxley is that safer choice. Already there works to a high level. All of that stuff. There's an element of stability. Him being top guy feels like that's where that company should be. During COVID, when the company was in real de- like How he did. was, How he did. carried he it. Yeah, he did. Every main event he generally had ended up over over exceeding expectations. Whether it be Brody Lee or Eddie Kingston, people who wouldn't have been on that same tier brought it up to that level, and you kind of see like. How he handles it, and even he thinks Punk's a dick, by the way. And I imagine Moxley is John Moxley is spiky as fuck, like to kind of try. You know, he's someone. If you saw around, I wouldn't. I don't think like as much of a fan of him as as I am. He's not someone you want to go up to and necessarily speak because you kind of think he's he's that kind of intense wrestler at his core. And I think he kind of sees through it. But it's it's such a big. um Like, they they need to get... You mentioned about where does AEW go from here. They need to take a long... Like, that management team they put together, like, there's a point where they need to look at all of their roles and how this goes and how they maintain a sense of discipline there, like, within this Mm -hmm. company. Like, it's... There's things about it, and we'll talk about the show and, like, the good and the bad, but to say it's kind of like a bloated company...
0: Fucking hell,
4: all of these people coming around, all of which have their own like individual egos, some of which have ridiculous-sized e- egos, and you're trying to manage them. P.S. You've got fucking Fulham in the Premier League as well, and thank Christ they're doing well. Because imagine how Fulham fans would react if they'd lost their first six matches of the year because he's dealing with fucking CM Punk and whatnot. That'll be going around like uh, all boys, Fulham fans tonight.
3: Here's one for you. You're saying what's next, Ben. How can they not? Acknowledge this on telly, it was on their YouTube, everyone's seen it. They've got mm-hmm. to address it on dynamite. What are they gonna what are they gonna do if they're all still employed? If they're all especially still this company, not suspended. This is what I'm saying. You got MJF as well. Don't be the can no sell yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this. Yeah, This is the I did want to pull that up before actually about like the, 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 the you know the Tony Khan stuff and you know, Vince. Vince wouldn't have let um CM Punk do that or like a, say, say such a press conference existed back in Vince's day wouldn't have let that happen but would he have I mean how many fights happened backstage on Vince's watch how many times did it it was like yeah. Vince and the lads backstage were like hanging forming a circle with money like encouraging Michael Vince Cole like know. JBL yes, or
3: whoever like, Vince's that you know he, like, he caused the conflict
4: yeah. <laughs> his solution was to ignore his solution was like to embrace that wrestlers court stuff, wasn't it?
3: Yeah,
4: <laughs> beat the shit out of each other. Just do it backstage, away from me, where there's like I'm not complicit in it. Basically,
3: business on telly and just do it all backstage. Yeah.
4: <laughs> However, oh. here's the real test. You play into this. You've got MJF on a live oh, night, is- who weirdly isn't part of any of this stuff. Or oh, punk, tra- punk tried to bed. Did you him,
3: didn't I- he?
4: This is what okay. I will
2: give you this, Matt. This is the this is the moment. This is the opening I will give you for the conversation about is it a work or not? It's fucking not a work. The whole thing's fucking true. Is there an <laughs> element when he was like because I the one bit when he was like oh you make why am I working MJF? because you make me work with fucking dickheads or whatever he was being smart. He's, I know. he yeah.
3: was quick there, punk. He was working it into because he was bringing it back professional for his next feud. That's what he was doing, I think, with that bit. Alleged
0: next feud. <laughs>
3: well, you know what I mean? He was, he was just being smart, because he is quite clever in that regard, isn't he? He was great on the mic and stuff. So, yeah. I think he was mm. just doing that there, to be fair. like, But
2: mm. it's just fuck.
3: you going to have to say something, MJF? Yeah.
2: Ow yeah he has been 100% Wardlow out of this like that is like the sweet irony of it that like there's all that bullshit over Double or Nothing weekend and the news cycle being about MJF and as Wardlow said to Steph like but in the interview with her like he was not happy about that day you know it was supposed to be the best day of his life and it wasn't it was supposed to be this pay- payoff to a story he laid out MJF didn't he MJF got stretched out three days later he's got a promo you know with no selling the entire thing being Back. the world's biggest baby face mm. now that it's all been turned head. now that like yeah, it, it, CM Punk is the biggest news story of the world. MJF, long awaited to come back, doesn't you know register anymore? It's barely a fucking story at this point. I, if I trust anyone to bring it back round, it's MJF. But yeah. like, what a fucking turn around that is!
4: That's the only that's the saving grace in this. Wardlow didn't have the chance to kind of turn it around from there. And like you mentioned, look what he was Mm -hmm. doing on the show. Look what he's done since there, who he's been up against as well. Someone who I thought actually at that point in time he could have been in the run up to that whole field. I thought he could be AEW champion by the end of the year. It'd be flawed to do that type of stuff. I'm not saying he would do it, but like he'd be the kind of first kind of like real long shot one you would go to. It kind of almost feels I have to go to MJF. Now for all of this, and who will be absolutely working out in his head how he's able to deliver like the most killing, cut cutting promo of his life on Wednesday. Because the potential's there for it, isn't it? For something to be like kind of mm. he can bring it back round. I've actually full faith in that. They could work this around, but it's it's what do you do with punk if you if you let him go? Because then you've got another mess around the title and other stuff like that. And at that point in time, I would just say, I, I assume him coming back means that he has signed the extension and everything else and like any... Because that always that was always a work anyway, but I'm assuming he's on a long-term deal, in which case you bite the bullet and you go with MJF as your long-term heel champ and you go in to try and have a run that's going to kind of build him up and have him beat Punk if if that's the solution. But... Is Punk gonna be around, and we this don't is it.
3: This, this is it, voice. <laughs>
4: <laughs> But he can bring it back <laughs> around. Hello, I think that's hello. that's the, that's the point of it. I could be yeah. wrong. It could be a disaster for a promo. But if any, if if you wanted anyone in that situation, who would you want? Yeah, yeah, hmm. definitely. Eddie Kingston. That's free
3: instance. I know. I'll King, go with that
4: yeah. instead. <laughs> yeah. Mate, know. you know, he's that's that. the other bloke you're playing to.
3: Have you seen that uh, mm. video of the promo that uh, Kingston cut on Punk in the lead-up? All these promos are going right today, aren't they? Obviously, saying like everyone was right. Kingston just flat out said to Punk, "Did he? No one wants you here, but everyone's scared to tell you to your face." <laughs> but I'm not, it, and it's right. You know, this is it. It's like it was always coming.
2: <laughs> look, look. That's mad. That there was a little bit, a little bit of, little bit of reality kings than put in that promo, which made it good. It's a bit like, a bit like Punk's pipe bomb back in the day, isn't it? You know, the incest, in- in- <laughs> a little bit of reality, they got, him, they got him over to a megastar. my Page says one line. It's like I'm so offended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah. It's, right. he didn't get it cleared, though, did he? That's, I think that's the issue. I think King and that got it cleared, and Page didn't get permission. Man. That's, that's what I'm thinking. No no, 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 I'm it's... not saying that's right or wrong, but that's why he's pissed off. You know, that's what that's it a... is.
4: I suppose. I mean, I, I don't know if there's anything else we can really talk about in relation to the kind of CM Punk story outside of like the all. I'm sure there'll be another moment as we go on. Oh, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm sure the be- other thing I did want to say: yeah. if he is released and we're in this kind of wacky world, does he go back to WWE? A Vince-less no. one? Oh no! Like he, hates I, he plays
3: more, doesn't he, better JP than
4: Vince? He's he's scratched <laughs> that itch, but yeah. you can imagine the truckload of money, and they're going a match with Reigns in yeah, a he's stadium. Yeah. you can main event your mania oh that That's might what get to be That's do. Me. <laughs> like do you think have, you, there'll be another... shit on the competition I was as cutting. well i'd saying, you'd have in mm. sh- like like talking shit in there as well and it truly <laughs> would be like 97 98 that ended with a ni- that ended with um, an arsenal double win 97 98 so Is hoping that we're very much back there. But when you mentioned about the work, I'd formerly of this parish spoke to Joe about it today. He was asking me and he goes, this feels like a complete meta work. In 25 years to do the most elaborate worked angle of all time, where all of these people play a part in it. Like it's directed by Nathan Fielder or something like that, which I pray to God that it is. (laughs) But he did he said that that was early this morning. There was a lot of new stuff that really that's ended up breaking after that. And I've like gone, Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I think this, this this isn't an elaborate work. But I want to throw it out there just in case it does happen, and then, and then I've got some audio evidence to prove that I was right all
3: along. I think <laughs> <JPM laughs> every
4: true wrestling person
2: that's what that's what
3: yeah. it is
4: though it's wrestling people they just don't want to be caught out
2: they that's want to be able is, to because yeah. you can call everything away till oh, you're in the wins, face yeah. and even when you're proven wrong Still say it's a work yeah. because that one time that it turns oh, out you're right, yeah. you win, don't you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you win because it's wrestling. You know yeah. that's that's fucking. You know, I hate that.
3: Fair uh, we'll wait till uh, we're only two months away from the uh, Montreal special, so we'll be talking about weeks, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one,
2: one. <laughs> we could talk about. We all <laughs> know there what happened. Two things Vin-
4: <laughs> but it, you know, it's what Vince did. He told Brett to go to down, down to WCW. You earn loads of money. Come back up when it when it's hot. That's what he did. It was all clearly a work.
3: Well, and they made know, a
4: documentary or a mockumentary, as you want to think of it, filming it. But in fact, it was all a spoof. You never saw the punch. How do we know it even happened? Bull and shit. Yeah, where, the, where
2: were the cameras? Here, where were they backstage? That's all. Yeah.
4: I
3: don't know. Oh, Brandon um, Cole must have been filming this. Must have been, He must have had that fucking camera on. <laughs>
4: Uh, Telling me all those yeah. all those cunts backstage, the amount of fucking cameras they got about the place. And not a single one of them was filming this shit. There you go, JP. Oh, hey, GP. Steel's biting Kenny Omega, I'll keep the phone away.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. They film everything. Uh, yeah. I, I wonder if I
2: honestly think footage might come out one day. Not that not anytime soon, but you know, uh, there was there was you know allegations the police had got involved. Everyone saw it on the on that press conference as well, like a, like a security fellow running backstage. Uh, I want that whole scene. I hope it was uh, recorded somewhere. I but no, I was going to say, they're the two things that have been winding me up. People saying it's a work, and like I said, some of the some of the journalists who were at that thing, it's a last part and thing, Oh, say you should be, they just shouldn't be allowed at those things. They're not journalists. No. Like they, When Izzy... And fucking AJ Awesome are asking harder-hitting questions than you. And you're wanting to, like, direct. CM Punk is giving you the biggest news story of the year in front of you. And you want to turn it into a kayfabe conversation about wins and losses. And, you know, I saw her as well. You know, I'm a massive fan of William RBR. Like, uh, I've said to you a million times, JP, Reason, a podcast. So I love the RBR podcast. Like, he was having to go with people for when uh, Shane Strickland and Keith Lee came out. They were in character. And somebody asked them outright, "Oh, do you think you should have called an audible in your match?" And he was saying how disgraceful it was. It's like, no, that's not disgraceful. What's disgraceful is Keith Lee and Shane Strickland turning up to a media cash conference and answering questions in character. Like that is not unless unless AEW are paying you a wage to be part of the show, you're a journalist at like one.
4: Yep, that's I I was I was disgusted by, and I thought of what John Lister said today. If people are turning up to give press conferences in character then you're kind of part you're part of a work. It's kind of how we felt at times during elements yeah. of the WXW press conferences that we would do, where some of them, some people you'd speak to mm. and you'd just be having like you'd be asking them. I remember a question that you asked, you know, I can't mention his name, but Matt Riddle, you asked a question about selling for him. And that was just like a serious kind of question. I always think that was that was kind of good because a lot of it then became kind of character-based stuff. And you feel like you're playing along at that stage. Mm. And so I'm glad that we don't do that kind of stuff. I think a lot of them were scared of being shouted at. So they asked a kayfabe question. That's in it. which he's
3: case... He's you know, let them in, I AW paid these off to, like, ask shit questions. And how much is this stuff? brushes it off. Oh, you don't pay if you yeah. did, that'd
2: be that be Okay. Out.
3: No, but then, if, Khan, if Khan gets asked a serious question, he just brushes it off. So what's the fucking point of asking him one? Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm not sticking up with him. No,
4: I disagree what? with It like Laura Coonsberg with know, come fucking on. Liz Truss at times. It's your job
2: to ask. It's it's, it's Tony Khan's job to okay. not answer if he doesn't okay. want to. Fair play, yeah. job to ask. And you don't get news breaking without asking and pushing you know okay. we're yeah. fans and we were doing it at wxw you know over the david star stuff that wxw weekend like it's the least you know media people or personalities or journalists or anything should be expected no, i don't i don't buy that like I, again i think if you're there in that capacity that's what you're there to do you're not there to be part of the
4: show when, um when volta was we we asked about the wwe relationship at a point mm-hmm. in time where it was the kind of thing that people didn't want, a lot of people didn't want to ask at these WSW press conferences. Yeah, they did.
0: Yeah.
4: In fact, yeah, never they did. Never it, it, but like at this, there was a complete dereliction of response. I mean, the class at the castle one was a complete joke mm-hmm. as well. There's a, There's that. an element of that. how it's treated. Uh, we've never said that we are journalists. We don't generally kind of, you know, we don't break news and things like that. And it's e- like, we can be distanced from it, but I'm always like, I look at this and it's a particular bugbear of mine because when I think of like journalists in wrestling, I end up thinking of Brandon Thurston to be honest with you. I, you know, like I, I think of, of, you know, um, like John and way. Cause there's, you know, you know, we had Dave Meltzer. Then we had Alvarez who got a kind of bit of stick for it, but, other than
3: like that, we've got people, like people, people who want to play them. characters. Yeah, they were. They were like, they were like church mice who are meant to be the biggest part of this. And you didn't say mm. fuck all. Meltzer mm. was like, "Just shove, Like, what did you say to Punk? You tell me. Or something. And That was all you did. <laughs> yeah. That was
0: yeah.
3: It was like, you're meant to be the leaders of this. And you didn't say nothing. Because they're getting everything t- told to them by the books and Kenny. They're always going to stick up for them boys all the time over Punk. That's
4: the problem. Standard. That's it's, standard. It, it becomes kind of clear who the sources are and stuff like of that I and mean, what you realize is is it's just mm. people feeding gossip down to other people there for a point of view so really what we think of as news a lot of the time is just a variation of Chinese yeah, whispers go ahead yeah and then i've got something to wrap us up on to yeah. get into the actual pay-per-view we need to
3: talk no, about. oh christ to and there's
4: know. like Thirty-seven matches on that shit. (laughs) So
3: Brandon First in there asked like the question about the numbers and that, and that actually got can. Going off on yeah. one about Jim Crockett and money. That was see what reaction that got out of card. That's I do, you love video. that. Oh, mate, he was Kevin Keegan. Moment there, boys. He rattled <laughs> there. <laughs> it was rattled there. Keegan, it was JP. I've got fucking more money. Than Jim yeah. Crockett.
2: He loves mentioning that, Tony. He, oh, <laughs> he
3: loves bringing mate. that up. His, dad, his dad's got more money. Is that what he needs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: <laughs> he's thinking that he's thinking that oh, we will stay up this year with Fulham. So we've got that second year of big, oh, yeah. Yeah, big, big, big favourites. that oh, can go okay. badly. Something happens to Metro, they are in like I would oh, they're say they're that they'd been in a bit of trouble, but yeah. Not tonight.
2: I was just gonna say to wrap this for the time being because I, you know, we need stuff at the pay per view, but like, yeah, Sean Rassap has just tweeted saying, right now, AW talents have not been told anything official, or well, almost everyone he's spoken to believes CM Punk will have to go or make major amends to retain with the company. There's a little bit of hope for the legs of me. A lot of the talents haven't arrived where dynamite is broadcasting yet, but the heat on Punk is unreal. So, you know we're mean? Buffed by, well,
3: he did
4: <laughs> Could you imagine he just, he comes back in and goes, sorry, lads, yeah, I was can actually drunk. Can you imagine I've never, i been <laughs> not I gonna was
3: happen. off my tits. Not going to happen.
4: <laughs> nah. We all, we all make mistakes. Let's, let's let it go, Phil. <laughs> Well, we'll keep on it if,
2: uh, as things uh, kind of uh, develop. But like to talk about the pay per view, we we would just talk about MJF. Let's talk about the major development come out of it, and then we'll do the rest of the mm-hmm. 837 matches. Can I go first on well, this? What did you make of the MJF uh, comeback? You know, they they had him in the obviously the opener <laughs> with the with the Joker. Neither of us guessed JP that the Joker could potentially huh? be. Uh, BMGF turned up in uh turned <laughs> up in his uh, his fancy mask and his uh, with his fancy song, um, what is it? The devil. The... Roll no, it's the old, um, the sympathy stone, for it? the yeah for sympathy the for the devil. I just messed yeah. up with there, messed with Matty. Yeah, that you know yeah that as a as a song paid for one time use. By the way, <laughs> it seems like because they didn't use it at the end of the night, and then at the end of the night main event happens. Punk wins, and then they do the, the Tony Khan voicemail oh, <laughs> leading into the MJF video, leading into MJF coming out. They face off. Matty, what did you make it up? Oh,
3: ben, all that first bit, mate, in the ladder match, that was some of the worst I've seen in a fucking long The execution of that JP <laughs> was fucking dreadful. I mean, the fan you could hear, I said, I, could, I said this line, you could hear the fans. And I don't mean the actual people. You could hear the air-com fans in the arena. It was that quiet and everything. It was so <laughs> fucking badly done. Did he even beat anyone up? These uh, glance and I haven't been watching Dynamite. Who was this gang? W Morrissey, the Guns, Lee Mariad. Oh, that was the debut. Oh, was it? So, like, what's going on? And then Kings and Kings and
4: Sevens is that what I should call them? Because they're not quite aces and eights, are they, mate?
3: No, no chance, JP. What is going on? But they did redeem themselves in the end a little bit. Obviously, the the, uh, the answer of answer phone message was hilarious. You know, proper pro wrestling for me that. But you know, and he come back to so say, but that first execution, JP, I'm not wrong here. I might some of the most amateur stuff you've seen in a long time. Seriously, I thought it was so bad.
4: I like the stuff the, the ori- what oh, the original then, stuff
3: of the Joker. Yeah, at mm-hmm. the beginning, JP, come on,
4: <laughs> A liked. I mean, ultimately, like I was fine. Like what I was wondering why this match was on the card. I was like, Oh Christ, he's just thrown us in because he needs to add a match so he can put the Lucha brothers on there that isn't in a tag or a trios. So we'll kind of have that. And, it within hindsight, it's interesting them doing a show long angle with that opener. I don't know why we're talking about the opener, obviously, because of how, how it was at know, the time yeah. when Stokely, like Stokely Hathaway, had it there. Like, you think of this group as well, which is just an even bigger version of the pinnacle now at this point, with just a really weird, disparate group of people that's there as well. I mean, the idea of it, I kind of like, I, I'm, I love the song. Um, but one of the things I, I thought of it as, like as like an angle and everything else, I was a bit like,
3: JP, <laughs> is Punk going to be running the gauntlet? Is, is Punk going to be running the gauntlet against the Guns and W. Morrissey? Are they together? What is going on? It's I mean, oh, you'd what
2: you'd no, no, I mean, it's a stable, isn't it? What's to understand? It's like, no, no, but, <laughs> no but, but,
3: but, So that is that where we're going with, like the Guns and yeah. Punk. You know, is, it, I, I just because I, I haven't so seen it for a few weeks, I didn't get it. Felt
4: it felt TNA yeah. to me. It
3: vp, I'm telling you, and it's worst though. I'm telling I you, mate,
2: don't agree at all. I thought it was well done. I think the uh, you know, the oh, crowd no, silence was because it was a w- maybe they lost them a bit, but I think it was a shock and what the fuck's going on moment. And then the moment when he pulled the whatever it down, the, the chip down and and won and then refused to unmask. I that was super. I think it was really intriguing. I think it made for a great long, long show, long story. Well, I think it was, it was, it was a good idea. I like. And I like the same. What do we have? Morrissey is a cheater, you know. No, like
3: it's Lee Moriarty and the guns. What's going on?
2: Yeah, you a a push, that, are
3: you pushing them up? for a few weeks and then fucking them off? What? Are well, we, bro, that's, that's an interview I, problem. As Andy said, though, Baking as a match pie. itself. That match, yeah, even paid The match itself was shocking, except for yeah. the Destroyer on the ramp and the fucking on the ladder. What was the point like, apart from the end? Yeah, it was. Shocking. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was. It terrible. was. We'll come back yeah. around to the match. Let's yeah, keep sorry, on the
2: yeah. angle, but no. it was terrible. Yeah. But but the payoff was MJF comes out at the end and like mm-hmm. it gave good, yeah. like it gave the whole show a hook as that as like I think I love that natural anticipation as people online started going, oh, you know, it it varied from, oh, he walked a bit like MJF to, like, people going, ah, that look like MJF to ask that, to be honest. I don't quite recognize that. (laughs) I've seen a few of them, to be honest. And then it was, like, people putting it together going, well, Stokely and MJF were friends outside of the company. We've had Stokely over the weeks recruiting different people for this Mystery, you know, reason which has turned out to be this stable. And then by the time it came to the main event, and after the main event, when MJF came out, like most people have put it together. But I kind of like that, you know, maybe you could have just done it as a black and white surprise and he appears out of nowhere. But I think that, yeah, built anticipation through the night and I I don't necessarily have a problem with it. And but what's it what about the reveal side of it, Massy? Like what about that side of yeah,
3: it? Yeah, that was, you know, fine too. as I say, you know, it's just the initial execution. I know I know it's kind of like it did make sense in the end. But it's just how badly have you done it, Ben, and you know. Once again, it's the aftermath for me. I don't know if it's to be you yet, but it's like, I what is the feud going to be? Is it this gang that, as JP said, Kings and Sevens going up against CM Punk, and they still preferably it, but are they going to be there? <laughs> it's like, I just don't get it. It, it. You know, but the MJF coming back. They needed them back. You know, I'm a big fan. I'm glad he's back kind of thing, but...
2: This whole would you add them whole... cut a promo on the night? That was the only because I thought maybe it was a lit no, the, the way the show went off. I don't know. Maybe because and at that point knew he was coming and it wasn't a surprise anymore. I thought they'd have like at least the gang beat up punk or MJF cuts a bit of a promo. It was just a space off and it was over.
4: I don't know if it was that I... anti-calm actor for you. I... I don't because I thought the intention that like they said we're going to hear from MJ on oh,
3: Wednesday. Yeah, on Wednesday. So I, yeah, yeah, Wednesday, so I think
4: yeah. it, it felt like that was very much like the kind of emphasis of of what they were going to do. And I would, I was generally I'm fine with the reveal for it because we we'd had this on all out where they'd done the last two. And I thought, yeah. like, mentioned about the phone, the using the the phone conversation recording as well was good and kind of novel and it makes sense what? from a storyline perspective.
3: That's a yeah, that's a pure wrestling thing. That like, I it, did like that.
4: In terms of bringing him back, like, I mean, I think you've got to go and put the title on him, like, at That's this it. point, whatever direction, whatever happens, and at the time of recording, CM Punk is still champion and everything else. But I think you've got to go with him. If you're giving him a stable like this, and obviously they've done this with Pinnacle before as well, you've got to have him as like your world champion. You've, you like, there comes a point that.
3: Why is he in a. It's totally a mouthpiece. He doesn't need a full mouthpiece, does he, MJF? I just don't get it. Yeah, they do that a lot. Yeah, yeah, you know,
4: Mm. they've got a lot. They've got too many people. Matty is really the problem, (laughs) and they just need to find shit for them to do. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Griff Garrison and fucking Flying Brian Junior don't turn up (laughs) in this stable. Really, just go. Yeah, why not? They've just decided they're evil. The end.
2: Well, it came after the main event, which, yeah, we let's leave mm. with that because there might never be another time where it's relevant to talk about CM Punks in a, a main event in AEW. Obviously, mean, you know, we talked a lot, didn't we, JP, on the weekend show, what we made of the yep. build and whether it did it really heat it up more or was it, you know, as hot as it would have been if we just did the uh, the unification match. As a match, you know, again, feels like the least important thing going on at wrestling right now, but I really enjoyed it. Those were very good, you know, I'd probably go 4.2 five stars on the uh, on the match mm. itself for a plenty of heat you know moxley did have people cheering him but punk as the chicago babyface tended to work like all in all like yeah it's going to be the least newsworthy thing of the weekend but i did think they stuck the landing i might have especially now in light of the news put put moxley over but that aside yeah i thought it was a, a really strong main event what did you what did you make of it mazzy
3: yeah, what you just said there, Ben, the heat was there, wasn't it? And you know, it, it was back and forth at times, as you're saying. Moxley had his portion of fans, didn't he? What that was, a uh, going for him, punk. Obviously, the blood helped for me, you know what I mean? Um, that was really good, but I could always see punk winning this one, boys. And what about punk's promo as well before he played it, doing it for the firemen and the school teachers of Chicago? <laughs> I mean, that just added to me for the everybody <laughs> you love, there, Ben. <laughs> We all thought that as like was foreshadowing a heel team of sorts in a way because he was just too nice. He was building it up too much, but you know it just played into him being the babyface in the match, didn't it?
2: Did they justify what we were saying, JP? For you, that the idea that like you know, because that was one of my biggest problems with the match was: can you tell the story? Punk has a bad ankle; it costs him a match, and then nine days later we go to the show. I thought the get out of jail might have been. Punk turns heel, and you know that—that's sure. why you can get away with wrestling with a bad ankle. He didn't go that route. He just did kind of the traditional wrestling selling on the ankle, and it was just what Punk had more fight because they're in Chicago. I suppose that's the story. Like, find that work for you in the end?
4: <laughs> for the fight, yeah. for the va- the vast majority of it did because the other elements of the match I was kind of invested in. So I did when I watched this first time round, I was like, "Ah, oh, this this feels like a proper main event because it was two people." in essence, fighting over a title that they both really want to prove that they're the best guy in the promotion, which is at its core what wrestling should be. Everyone aspires to become the champion. These two guys are like the top of it, and they're both big stars um, in in slightly different ways. So you had this great in-ring. I thought you had this great out-of-the-ring story. And then I thought in-ring, I kind of, like, I loved the the opening with the early with the early GTR um I thought the like the way that they kind of manipulated the crowd I, I thought to myself what a performer John Moxley is. You plug him into any scenario and it works. Like him playing up as a heel to the crowd it doesn't betray his character who's who he is. He realizes yeah. he's just an enemy turf. It's yeah. an away game. And yeah, he's like definitely. fuck it you fucking boo me and I kind of loved that. I thought it had that element, that requisite amount of drama and close falls. You had a, a cracking blade job, I might yeah. say, which always makes for the good, good visuals. which meant yeah. when they were going the to rest holes. holes. I know. That was weird. I'm mm-hmm. sure that's them deliberately doing it to try and kind of subvert the expectation on it. But, like, when he had him in, like, a lot of the chin locks, I think that's the kind of stuff that you wanted to use that as part as part of that drama as well. Um, I thought the match was so over, It just like this crowd didn't die and they were genuinely like kind of into it and I thought this is in essence, it's not like a perfect match or anything else like that, I think 4.25 really describes it, it's just that what it did and I say all this, my notes are based on a period of time where this post-match scrum didn't happen at this point in time (laughs) when I'm watching the match and I'm there thinking to myself, this is what I want wrestling to be and then you set up a big return of the guy to come in. I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, AEW kind of cooking with gas. If they can cut down these fucking shows in like <laughs> half, at least then that, you know, if you could do that, give some of the matches a bit more time, maybe use that old Friday rampage for the next view, oh, which yeah. I thought was notable that they seem to be going. It's a double header. We got rampage and then all out. And I thought, I wonder if you're going to put some interesting stuff on rampage that could work for that. That didn't, but i was glad of your advice ben of going to the main event seeing that stuff first and catching up on the rest of the card because i would have been really knackered by the time i would have got to that that point in time like watching it but i thought it was a hell of a main event i thought it was right like really like good professional wrestling from two professional wrestlers one of oh, whom hasn't been very... come on. But no, but, but, but one, of, one of whom hasn't been very professional in the last kind of like an <laughs> yeah.
3: unprofessional wrestler no, versus no. a professional wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it is. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, though, it's one thing you can't defend Phil on here, mate. How rascal them fucking kecks were? They were some poor fucking oh, oh, white kecks. They were naughty them metal. Come on, how rascal. I love it.
2: That was great look. Oh, That's how much of a fan you I, are. I don't like. I, I don't. I don't like CM tights. I like CM yeah. trunks. Like I'm not yeah. a CM tights guy, but like I, 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 the black looked cheap, and like he bought them off eBay and sprayed his logo on the sides. So sort of nice about the white ones. Yeah, and he was, gonna he bleed, was going, so it made he was sense. going cycling,
3: mate, or fucking diving, or something surfing, and then like they were naughty. Uh, <laughs> they were fucking Yeah, bad surfing
4: guys. like Sting in nineteen ninety-one. That's what he looked like, mate. That's what he, he looked, looked like on. he was, he looked like he was going to be doing kind of experimental dance in those
2: kind of types <laughs> as much as
4: anything, isn't it? Yeah, uh,
2: I, look, he good. I I I love yeah. I love the match. I went four point two five on it. Surprised mm-hmm. he did the grapple. Um, Average four point one four. Um, I I mean to explain, I, I say as much as I loved it, I did think similar to the MJF match, um, w- which I loved as well at Double or Nothing with Punk. It did feel like it could have gone another 5-10 minutes. You know, I, I thought the finish was good. You know, the whole stuff with Moxley landing on Punk and yeah, that was very good. Stuff. it all made that logical sense. Good. But I felt like there could have been another five minutes before that. Maybe I don't know. It felt like it was missing something as far as being a above a four to four point two five star range match. But it was still very good. And yeah, the average on grapple, four point one four. Are you guys uh, above or below that?
3: I mean four point two
2: five.
3: I'm three seven five on that one. Three seven
2: five boys, three seven five. Okay, partially. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all right, fair enough, fair enough. We'll uh, we'll keep checking that as we go. But I think it, it definitely works works, the main event obviously to set up the MJF stuff. And now, no one's ever going to remember it again. Um, but there you go. We gave it. Uh, we gave it some time. A lot of comments in the uh, in the chat about the uh, the MJF stable, um, the menagerie. <laughs> discussed as you said before, which one's crazy, Steve. Um D- Darren says got a good friend to get friend MJF. Dropped off the farm for three months. You know. Cool. To be fair, he did do you know he did a very good job of uh, disappearing until he come back and yeah, James and Darren kind of talking about the the Stokely Hathaway element. James saying, "Well, the other people in the stable probably." We'll need him to talk for them. That's true. But mm. Darren kind of saying, "Well, he used to say they actually are a stable. I did hear that talking. Why did people say that? And they just maybe they could just be hired guns for the night and you know the separate to him. But I don't know. I think Stokely Hathaway posting pictures with MJF and if putting be, it over on Twitter tells me that they're a stable.
3: But if it would be logic, then you'd still want. I know you wouldn't want Punk, but would Punk still have beef with them? No, you wouldn't, they really. To be fair, so mm-hmm. I don't know. But W Morrissey's come on leaps and bounds on the mic. I think as well. So
2: yeah.
3: we'll see. We'll see how he uh, how they get along
2: tune in on wednesday he's very good and we me and jp said that on the weekend show we were shocked he came in especially especially on a dynamite leading into a pay-per-view it's like why would you do that now we understand why they did it because you know uh, yeah to be part of this on the pay-per-view so you know makes a bit more sense but uh, yeah like i said that was uh that was the main event and we'll uh, we'll run through the rest of the card which (laughs) was i i would say a bit of a slog um on the night, yeah. there's a particular part of the card, the card that uh, that I really struggle with. Um, we'll get there, but we'll we'll go through it in order. We're going to have to keep our thoughts on it brief, lads. I think with the uh, the amount of stuff we've uh, we've got to cover, so we won't get all, all get our shoes oh in, Christ, got like, like another two um, shows yeah. after
4: This bollocks. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there is that, um, but yeah, I mean, any more notes on on that opener? Like I say, I, it was a mess as a, as a match itself. It was a mess. I didn't bad, you know, the, I, apart from the big I hate, spot. I hate the, all I want to say is I hate the concept. The casino ladder match, the casino battle royal, they both no, no. need to go. Like just do a real rumble right? and a ladder match.
3: No, but at least the, the at least the battle royal, there's like you can still throw... Fra- I didn't know. Can you actually go for the chip before everyone's come out? I don't get the logic in a ladder match for that. At least the battle royal, like you can be the last man in the ring and then you can come out and you can still have a one on one over the top rope. What's the sense in grabbing the thing before you've come out? I didn't it made know the
2: Look like a complete yep. cunt because the two imminent and drade are like instead of just winning the setting up this ladders outside and then this they try and mean. win, like ah, oh it was awful. can't believe it was a really bad match. Yeah. yeah I was. went two and a half. Yeah, I, I, said, I went two and a half on it and grapple. I think I've gone out. I've been generous there. I think two is probably Two two, two, two stars, definitely, boys.
4: The destroyer I, I on went,
3: the ramp when Pentagon come out and give that destroyer though, I laughed me fucking mm, head off on the ramp. Mm. It was fucking great. <laughs> I,
4: I went. I went two star. I went two and a half stars on it because there's like enough of the kind of spectacular kind of spots that they would like a couple of those that are thrown in in that way to kind of lift it above like kind of dross level. But you got wrestlers in the world having a really fucking messy match and if you watch enough lucha and we've seen a fair bit of it benno as well when you, when you have these kind of ladder matches do you know what they always end up as big cluster fucks and this was the only benefit is it was there for a show long angle as we've already discussed so yeah, yeah. like for that i went, I went two and yeah. two and a half stars
2: before we run through the rest of the show, actually, I should mention: um, Did anyone have any big, big thoughts on the uh, on the pre-show as a whole? Um, and I probably, I probably actually I'd probably had the match of the night on it. Um, but yeah, that and, uh, and outside of it, any uh, brief uh, thoughts, JP? I,
4: th- I would say I would agree. I thought the Kingston Ishi match was exactly what I expected. I said best thing on the pre-show by quite a distance, like effectively it was what you wanted to be, which was Eddie Kingston proving his toughness while having another match with someone from New Japan, who I imagine are kind of going to be interested in bringing him in at some point over there, which I think is an interesting dynamic. I think there's just, he has a kind of reality to him that I think, you know, for, for as much as we've spoken about CM Punk and the rest of it, I think there's like an Eddie Kingston kind of like, put like that authenticity of it i just want to see them actually do something useful for him can i just say as well in terms of the, the hook match was the hook match that all atlantic title match all that time away i was like all right i'll give kip sabian another chance see if it's changed no no uh still just a wrestler at best below, bang average, any. below bang average <laughs> stuff he lost it's never going to happen for him on that major level. In there, maybe if he if he was a if went away for a bit, sort of wrestled, decides what he's going to do, maybe sort of think about his gimmick and other stuff like that. Fundamentally, like pointless. If he was in they, Rev Pro, and you think that's the kind of place where he should end up being,
2: they built him up and gave him this box on his head for what a year to lose to pahana on a pre-show. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I that run shows nothing think it. of him as well. But, but he doesn't deserve run. anymore. You know, he, he's got a nice little contract because he stuck with them through the pandemic. He's never going to be a big British star for them, yep. that's what they thought he was signing. He's a wrestler, isn't he?
4: On a roster full of wrestlers. Yep. Like, I... Is he a bloke, Beno? He's a bloke, yeah. He's not a <laughs> <laughs> He's not just a guy, he's just a bloke. <laughs> I, I said they should have had this match in like a ref pro. It, funnily enough, would have meant more there here it was just like I mean, cri- I would say the zero hour was bloated because wasn't there four matches?
2: Four pre- matches it felt like rampage. Well. Yeah, there's one. It I'm wasn't the only time during the night. Then I felt like I was well, as Brian says, it obviously we had the path promo on Orange Cassidy, which she says there was proper uh, you versus your cult security stuff. We got that on the uh, on the pre-show, obviously. Yeah, the uh, the Hulk patch was there as well. The other match i forget, and JP was. Uh, I can't believe you will forget Time Hollow and uh, Sammy
4: Guevara against Ortiz and Ruby Soho. Uh,
2: how I many to settle Right, how many times uh, do you need to do
4: it? Yeah, that was gonna go. I, I feel like I'm in the Matrix, and it's just a glitch. Mm. And it's like I'm sure I've seen this match. And it's mm. like, it keeps on appearing. I'm sure I've seen this, mate. So I'm thinking, sorry, is it just me? Or maybe if I say it publicly, people will just think I'm mental. I've only wrestled mm. once. What are you talking about? For a set, another set of titles, it doesn't mean anything. Just so they could do the golf cart spot.
3: Did you see that move where they dropped the uh, show on a fucking top of the head, though? That was grim. That was, that was, that was fucking rough. Yeah. Rough. yeah. 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 Mm. And saying that... Benno, he might be the one who's got the vlog going, Sammy Guevara. He might have footage of ACM Punk fighting the young boy. Oh, no.
2: His vlog his today, he titled it Backstage Fight, and then it had oh. nothing to do with what happened.
4: Smart. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> the thing he's ever done. Where's Max Payne when you need him? Yeah. All the shit backstage, either, either coming would have been his time to shine and it. Or Sean Stasiak, was he doing much the same thing?
3: He was doing audio, Stasiak. What he was he doing? I audio? just audio, not video. Yeah, I wouldn't
4: have cut the mustard in 2022 That was a bit of no. audio, but yeah. No. If
2: anyone's uh Stasiak, it's fucking, uh, planet Stasiak himself, Austin Theory. Uh, that's who uh, that's who he is at this point, but, <laughs> yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, I, I. Yeah, no need for that match, Uh like I say Hook and uh, I've got I've definitely got to mention the fact that Action Bronson turned up. How did, uh, did they go over in the room, Matthew? When you uh, did No, you well we didn't say? we didn't watch T V hour, but yeah, oh yeah yeah
3: didn't yeah, watch yeah.
2: that. Oh really well, yeah. yeah, he He's did great, he loved great, it. Great he? Yeah always yeah. thought it could be a wrestler Action Bronson. Do a team, Eddie Kingston and Ghostface race killer against him uh, and hook. They got a buy from me. Um but yeah, the, <laughs> the only the notable one on the pre-show, as JP said, uh it almost feels unfair. It was on the pre-show. Ishii and Kingston was fucking awesome. I absolutely love mm. that. You know, there's not, not much more complicated than two blokes hitting each other really fucking hard. Yeah. But there's a, I don't know, there's a, there's some Eddie Kingston selling's amazing. Ishii selling's amazing. So yes, there were some fluffs in the match and there's some obvious communication issues. But whatever, you know, I think that the match was a little bit ugly. But I don't think that necessarily hurt the match. But Eddie covered for those ugly moments well. Um, you know, just selling the fact that it was, uh, it was just the fact that he was a bit dazed. There was the why he was, a uh, you know, the, the fluff there. I think it was like a tiger suplex spot with a uh, with Ishi. And I love the, the post match as well. Felt speaking of your call, felt very uh, Ishi and Walter when Walter was uh, desperately after their match, trying to get Ishii to shake his hand and do the "you chop me, I'll chop you" back spot. And she just didn't understand what was happening. And when Walter chopped him, Ishi just right. pipped off, turned around, and walked backstage. He did the exact same thing with Kingston. He doesn't want you. Sh- he doesn't want your handshake. No. He doesn't want your indie hug. Ishi's a fighter. He goes backstage. It's all It's, it's all real to him when he's out there. So yeah, Mate, lesson for wrestlers in future.
4: I reckon, given all the shit that was happening backstage, he went, "Ah, fuck this. I'm off. Like, I want yeah. no part of this bollocks. I'm, I'm leaving." <laughs> Probably the uh, the suitcase, but yeah,
2: there you go. That was definitely I go. Like I said, I go four point two five on that. Um, our, so wild yeah, that been um, wild that yeah, It's my type of match. My match. Yeah. Well, it's four point oh seven on grapple, so I'm like almost like oh, right. the uh, I would yeah. four stars set, but... on it. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, moving on from there into the uh, into the rest of the the main card. Um, so yeah, we had obviously the uh, the casino ladder like, match. Which we bear uh, shit on into second on the card, which. Kind of, I don't know if it took me out a little bit. I wasn't ready for it. Um, the Elite, being uh, a time on page and, uh, and dark order. I've seen a lot of praise for this one. I liked it. I didn't love it. Um, and I wonder whether it was just, I was still getting my snacks together. I was still getting my beard together. You know, I was kind of like, I thought this was going to be like three hours later than this. And it was just thrown at me. Do you know what I mean? As like the second match on the show, I I didn't like it in that spot. Um, I felt like it did uh, more gravitas, and it should. I mean, if you're gonna do three trios matches on a show, surely the title one should be last. I, I just was thought it was that. weird placement. Weird placements. and I, 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 I granted didn't seem to bother most people. It's trending really well on the app. So yeah, you guys are probably going to be higher than me. What did the uh, what did you guys make?
4: I went four stars. Um, mm. because I'm kind of with you. I hated initially that story of Hangman trying to prevent the dark order from even hitting the elite, because it wasn't like they were cheating in some sort of horrifically egregious way. Like mm. for me, I honestly thought to myself, like, I really like I thought there was stuff in it that was great. I thought the one winged angel spot at the end, I thought that was like I thought that was a cracking like kind of like spot in there. There was like, you know, the, um, the crowd were responding big time for like the page Omega stuff. I think Reynolds and Silver are a really tidy tag team. who You could go behind to get yourself a TV main event of them challenging for the titles. I think there's like some good stuff you can do with them for being there. It's just that I'm not that into the story, the melodrama of the bucks, Omega, all of that stuff is really excessively played out and mm. it's kind of dull and it's just been kind of thrown in to this trios tournament which ultimately has proved to be a backdrop for more kind of elite stuff which i'm sure seeing punk clubs like this kind of storytelling <laughs> i'm sure he's banging into this stuff but do you know what i mean it's just like it it becomes a bit tedious And now there are large swathes of that hardcore aw fan base who are there and i'm not I would never claim to be representative of like kind of all of that fan base, but for me, you kind of expect wrestlers to move on and do other things. And in fact, like it, it they haven't really done kind of lots of impactful stuff since we've had the Omega Hang, uh, Omega Hangman match because we spoke about the Omega uh, Hangman title run before as being somewhat un- underwhelming for what it was, and he wasn't the most important in there. Well, he was like still kind of playing second fiddle in a match for the trios titles and the Dirty. rest of it. And Dirty I don't really, care.
3: Wasn't yet. We were saying this last time I was on about it's just literally made for these just to ask about having matches, isn't it? It's like, that's what the belts are, have been made for. Now people love these. Ma- right? I've got to
2: say, I've got to say people love these. John Pollock said this was one of the best tournaments in the history of wrestling. Like he loved this. Like, and I, I love the main event on dynamite last week. And I love the yeah. main event the week before. that was better. I yeah, I'm, I'm and again, I've got to say we are not representative here. The app 4.42 is the average for this by far, mm. you know, the match of the night. Like that's a massive rating. People love this thing. This felt to me like you've nailed it there, JP. You've just re- you've reminded me of kind of this feels like remember when we were kinda of, we just kind of fell out of love with NXT and it was like, or maybe it was me first out of the three of us with Joe and you were raving about some a Gargano cage match that had gone 45 minutes or something. And I was just like, hang on. I know. Okay. Maybe not you. Maybe not you. (laughs) I was like, you have lost me lads. Like I'm not, I accept that I'm the minority and everyone loves this and everyone loves these callbacks and this story, but it's gone too far for me now. I think I've had me fill of this story, this stuff now, but the books and gang. And again, I know I'm probably in the minority and most people loved it, but that's where I felt I felt disconnected from it, and it could be a combination of where it was on the card, or just maybe being a one extra dip too many into this, into this you know this law that they're they're doing with
4: it with Hangman and the books and Kenny but It didn't work for me. It's a being the elite match, and if you're a fan of that, and you're a fan of this kind of melodrama stuff, then that's fine. But that still is a niche within it, and I think you mentioned about the TV ratings. I don't think there is like there. You know, when the grown-up... Oh, I say the grown-up. Again, you'll probably be accused of, like sort of massively standing up for CM Punk after we spent ages kind of saying stuff on there. But Pox, uh, Moxley and Punk felt like a grown-up storyline. I always say Poxley. I feel bad Poxley. for that. that. That felt like a grown-up storyline, ultimately, within wrestling terms. This is still really me- melodramatic, soapy bullshit about are you going to be our friends again? Like, at its core. And it's just like... I'm kind of fucking past that, like, but and it JP, works for even... a certain part of the audience, that hardcore that are there, but I don't know if this generates any of the amount of interest that the other kind, you know, that the stuff that Punk and Moxley were doing by comparison is really... CBBS compared to HBO.
3: It's not like it's the good soap opera, is it, JP? It's not the good soap opera wrestling storylines, is it? It's just not. Done,
4: it's right? obvious
2: shit. It is the sum. I, I just, I feel like we must be wrong because John Pollock gave us five stars.
4: <laughs> so, five like, stars. We can't be right. We must be wrong. <laughs> the, you, a that difference of opinion. Back. And a, a, yeah, I think yeah. we all recognize, like, as a match, like, you're not going four stars in it because it's complete shit. It's just I'm not in any way invested in the storylines. There's certain bits within this. I didn't think that that it was, was very did, good.
3: Was good
4: but and, uh, five stars wild. Do you know the people I was interested in at the end of it with the Dark Order? Because I thought they've been fucking wrong, dear. But are they really going to do anything about it? Or are we just going to focus on this hangman page going to become part of the elite again? And I also thought it was notable that after the match as well with Kenny Omega's has like beat that dicks as well. Which <laughs> yeah. like Goals- at that Goals- point start. in time, <laughs> yeah. it it did. It started it started things on that. And to be honest, I thought the tag team match kind of beat it for me in terms of a match with drama and stuff like that, rather than this one. JP, can I ask you one big question though? Go on. What's How big opinion? is like, is there a God type big? Cause that's a now, lot what's to your deal opinion with this on
3: one. Johnny Hungy.
4: <laughs> what's your- okay. He's that kind of character stuff. I'm I'm not really into because it is very being the elite. And I kind of, I, it's not that I fell out with it. I just kind of grew quite tired of it. And I thought this isn't something I need to see. I think as a wrestler, like when he has his big spots and his big moments, he's wild. he's really good. I think him and Alex Reynolds are actually and like they they're quite underrated within the the scheme of things. They're the kind of tag team who should be built up to having a tag ma- uh, a tag team title match on like an episode of Dynamite. I think you could do that yeah. because they've got that kind of innate crowd connection because of be a lot of the, the, the Brody mad, lead yeah. the the Brody lead stuff and I, and they're the people I'm kind of more interested in. Because I don't care about trios titles as well. Oh, the way, They'll be bored of this good. soon enough. There's
3: never been they a six-man title after you, ever. It, it, just not they good. get
4: bored of it. Because eventually, yeah. after a while, if if the Bucks and Mega mean anything, you have to take them out. So you're going to have people who are lesser star power. That then starts to think, oh, okay, you use them to establish it and then afterwards try and move on to other people. But that's where it kind of feels where it is at the moment. Andy there asking in the chat, is your mic gone a little bit low, Matty?
2: Yeah, we were just having some echo issues. I think when you were turning them down, maybe you might. I've just fixed it. I think I've fixed your mic. I think we're good. Um, but yeah, nice one. Uh nice one, Andy. Could you go around right um, to his house we... just then or
4: something? That's impressive.
2: <laughs> 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 settings on Streamy RGP, you know, all kinds yeah. of uh little knobs I can pull. <laughs> That's on the um, Anyways, I'm um, about to
4: do a quick refresh because I know I'm running <laughs> slow on this, so
2: <laughs> I think StreamYard's just having uh one of those nights. Um, but yeah, going from there, we went into uh, I would call it the uh, the rampage portion of the evening as uh, yep. Jay Cargill <laughs> took on Athena. Um, another Jay Cargill match, Matty. Like, you know, yeah, no. Like... Well, to be
3: fair, I, you know, she's obviously like still learning and rough around the edges in there, but I gotta give uh, Athena Ember Moon credit here because she tried to quicken the pace with the Jade and. and you know, she laid it out okay and she had a go and I was I was actually quite surprised by it to be honest because I was expecting this to be way flatter and way worse than it was and it wasn't great. Do you know what I mean? But she, at least she had a go for me, like. Mm.
4: I had that in my notes. I did. I thought, because yeah. I, I, I went I went three stars on this. Not because it doesn't think it's great but I actually thought I've seen a lot worse Jay Cargo match than this but she tried hard but it didn't have that heat. It didn't have the drama. No, did but um, she had a
3: go. I feel it, Yeah,
4: definitely. She did. I thought there was stuff with Jade where she was kind of like, they couldn't talk about going into deep waters where you just see that in experience and everything else. But that doesn't mean it's the worth going no, with.
0: She was... She was she in herself, the, the
4: angel wings, this like, again, Valkyrie, Marvel stuff. But let's face it, we're going to be moving straight on from Athena. So what is her role in the company? If you're bringing her in, I just to that. do back in yeah, the day, the a job. short term and then she goes and Goes off and goes to other places, then fair enough. If she's been kept around, there's no point, there's no tag division. Like, it's not like she can then start to challenge for the women's title as well. Like, so what do you do with her?
3: I think if it was a one feud and done for me, I was saying that in, in the room watching it. I think she's gone after this, probably, or you'll see it on what elevation or whatever.
4: Show
3: it is. She be, could go back to mean,
4: WWE. WWE.
2: Not too sure I don't know
3: like uh, Triple H likes
2: I nothing. think she signed so it's unlike I mean I think she'll be in the in the system it's just where she uh, where she lands I think more than anything but yeah I just I just thought it was a match um, and it was, you know, an opportunity to have. This is the problem with Jade. As much as Jade's booking is great, like, you know, uh, she is limited and the ideal use of her is matches like this, isn't it? Um, You know, a stack card, was it necessary? I wonder. But, you know, it was just, it was Chicago going with stronger game, wasn't it? The next match falls into that for me because these are points later on. It's like,
3: about an hour later after this match we were like the Motor City machine guns are on this card <laughs> it's
2: like what's, what's going on I don't like my about that because like I'm made up for it and yeah. honestly if, you, if you'd if have said to me it's, I don't like Jay Lethal but if you'd have Giving me Jay Lethal versus Ward oh, and FTR versus Motor City machine guns. I might have taken it because you're giving me FTR versus Motor City machine exactly, guns. I, I probably would have moaned, match. you yeah. know, about this being too many matches. Don't get me wrong. I might actually to be honest, what I would probably say is give me both of those matches on a dynamite instead of the six man. How about that as a solution? Totally. Yeah, it was totally. completely unnecessary. Most of it, city yep. machine guns on the heel team made no I mean it makes some sense because you can tie it back to TNA lore if you really want to, but it wasn't where they needed to be as far as coming in and the result was a paint by numbers three-star tag wasn't it there was nothing special about this at all and it was yeah no nobody benefited from being in this match other than Dax's daughter that was lovely like that was that was the only bit that stopped yeah. me doing a pity tweet and I was like well at least we got that that was nice proper
3: worker Sanjay Dutt you got to give him that proper <laughs> worker
4: at what <laughs>
3: yeah. oh come on he- Ben
4: I'm I'm with you on that. I think I was a little bit low. I think I was like 2.75 because I was just annoyed at the placement of the card and having to sit through it mm. as much as anything. Impact was splashed all over this. So is that relationship back on? That's interesting. No. Are they going to start send, send CM Punk over to Impact for a while? Or, or can you? Even though all the people when he was in TNA, and then he got kicked out of having a fight with Teddy Hart as well. Got kicked out before Teddy Hart out uh, of TNA. No, <laughs> I, I, he probably was stirring this shit back then. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, Bring him that's in. That's what he didn't do. For a laugh. <laughs> Teddy Hart now into this fucking locker room. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. He's Please don't. Jay, but... <laughs> no, he's Jay's a terrible <laughs> person. Yeah, If not, he should be.
2: Um, yeah, any, you guys go any higher than three on this? No, definitely Is there any no. discourse with it other than... Why Wardle was it was here
3: just, And what's going on With of these lads And the Jay Lethal Didn't he And that uh, Were they feud and That's got to be over with now And move Wardle On to someone else now
2: They'll do a match still They'll still do a match oh, On telly I mean maybe it, we'll, get FTR, we'll get FTR We'll get FTR Mostly missing the machine guns At some point It's just
3: In Impact though yeah. Will that be all With an AW That's just there going to go For the Impact belts as well Maybe if they beat them mm. they'll Go against the The Kingdom isn't it They're The champs now
2: Give me that With a bit of time On a rampage Or something like that I'll go yeah. with that Yeah
4: yeah, have Ward. Yeah, Wardlow powerbomb Satnam Sing the end. Let's move on. Do
2: you think he can get? Do you think he can
3: take it, the big fella? <laughs> so he can get no. up. No, <laughs> I think that bump will
4: be Shechem fucking rope. horrific. will
3: be off the second rope, only. That's how they'll do it. He'll go underneath yeah. him off the second rope. Just give me. <laughs>
2: That's always the way out of it. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. So that took place, and then we went through that into, like you say, the, This was a head scratching part of the card. Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, like these poor lads. I don't think the build has been bad. I think the two of them have done well. Mm -hmm. I think they've been hamstrung by Ricky Starks being, you know, getting thrown out there to cut that promo when the whole world was talking about Punk and Moxley. And rather than just throwing a throwaway segment there and putting the gun club there or something like that, they sent him out there to cut an emotional promo. And it just, that moment cut the legs out from under him in this feud. Like that just killed it. Involving QT Marshall and those goons definitely like lowered this prestige. And then by the time it comes to the pay per view, despite there being story there, despite this being a genuine grudge, this was like the eighth most important match on the card. Yeah. This is another yeah. match that I'm not doing it down by saying it should have been on Rampage, but no, it yeah. would have been better off having pride the place as the main event of it. Of 15 minutes, show, proper grudge match. Yeah, yeah, totally.
3: I said that and I haven't even been keeping up with it, but I knew this was a, like yeah. a proper feud and a grudge. I even said in the room, I said, what, did the, the wrestling, and it's going to be, and it was quick as well, wasn't it? It wasn't under five minutes. The finish seemed yeah. abrupt. I went for the piss thinking, oh, there's another at least three or four minutes. Come in. And he said, he pinned him off a spine buster. I was like, what? I said, fuck off. And, no, and, and honestly, that's what happened. I generally went for the piss thinking, oh, well, they are getting to like, you know, the near falls and all that soon. And it was over, JP. I could not yeah. believe it.
4: Couldn't believe it. Oh, shut yeah, I was genuinely shocked at the time of this. I, I, I didn't get given the time for it. it. Like you've said before, if this had been on Dynamite the week before, starting out, and we're building to this feud for these guys being there, and you give them a bit of time, that's so much more meaningful than this. Definitely. And the instead, on the pad. Like this could be the start of a feud, but as with a lot of AEW storytelling, it's like they've overly complicated by throwing the family into it. Mm. when there's yeah. no need for any of that.
2: Not every feud needs 14 people on screen at any
4: given time. the
2: whole on telly, battle,
4: Or <laughs> maybe acknowledge the fact you've got too many people. Yeah. You don't need all of it. If you want to tell stories properly, like, I'm not, you know, it's like soap operas. They don't all have to be Dot and Ethel two-handers where they discuss the old days and then one of them dies at the end. You can have a cast of characters. But in this... It just got overly complicated with it. And then they gave Nick Comerato a change in there where he's dressing like a mafia goon, mm. like in a fucking tracksuit. And it's just like unnecessary shit being thrown into the mix because you feel compelled to use some mm. people. Um if they what are they gonna do with powerhouse hobs? For me, I just thought Bill Twim and Wardlow.
3: I said exactly Mi- the same thing. Proper feud and have them going at it, that'd be fucking the reason
4: they put him over strong.
2: I just don't trust this company to stick the landing and to not get lost in the shuffle over the next two months. But in a real company, he's moving up the cards, fine. Yeah. All right, cool. Ricky Starks is staying in place and Powerhouse hobbs is the guy you're going with. We'll see how it turns out. Um, I was just yeah. gonna say, just to throw in quickly, it's not a huge breaking news, but yeah, Mel Melter, just an update. Melt has apparently said the belief is that nobody involved with the fracas will be at TV tomorrow. And the other top stars, not booked originally for Wednesday, will be there. And he said a lot of it, a lot of talk is suspensions, but yeah. that isn't official. I thought so, that was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe Dark Twitter's wrong. Maybe Punk survives. Uh, yeah. We'll see,
4: we'll see. Well, West Ham because didn't suck, sack John Artson after he belted Ile Berkovich in the mouth in training, <laughs> did he? <And> that's <laughs> fucking vicious, that one.
2: Uh, well, going from there... Um, I will say I was re- I was ready with my talking points like that last hour I thought was by far the weakest part of the pay per view. You could call- called all three of them matches for varying reasons: yeah. some for the benefit of the matches, some because they shouldn't be there. There might have been a part of me tempted to say this about this next match: Swerve and our Glory against the Acclaimed. If you know, I think Swerve and our Glory's title run has been stillborn. I don't think it's happened. I don't think I think they've been a complete afterthought. However couldn't have ever expected the acclaim to be as over as they were here and as good as they were here And um, yeah this was a match that absolutely benefited from getting this this placement uh on the card if you're gonna call three of the, these four matches it'd be the other three and definitely not this because i don't know where they pulled it from but you ended up with a potential match of the year um contender yeah. here just absolute absolute killer and you had the acclaimed out there, like looking like genuine stars, and you know it starts. Joki, you know, didn't it? Oh, the, the scissor and stuff, and you know the fans are kind of having a laugh. But by the end of this match, those fans had worked themselves into a shoot, and were a hundred percent the idea. The acclaim could have won yeah. the belts to the point where everyone was calling for you know and saying there should have been an audible here, and that's kind of yeah. No. Like, uh, I I would have to be honest. I, I would. And, um, I, and
3: I love shwerving that but the, the, you could have easily
2: uh, have done it easily. That shows all over like the acclaimed that I've gotten like the red heart of you.
4: In theory what you would do is you would go you would accept the fact that you'd build to like a really big like you would build to something else for it to be that bigger moment where maybe you might even main event like a big a he big match. He like, on
3: the press conference on a TV it, it's Arthur Ash, didn't he? He basically did say can't we're yeah. having this
4: match in Arthur Ashe. i um, I've said this with a claim for a while. There's been a a really interesting thing that's gone on because obviously they caught on and they were just ever so part and present of the, um, uh, of the COVID era of TV. And one of them would be injured and the other one wouldn't, but they, Anthony Bowen's work has worked against good fucking workers, much like Max Castor. And that improvement has kind of come through ever so slightly, but they're just so over as an act. I've said that WWE should be really looking at them. They're like, if you're looking to poach young talent from AEW, that is a team that you poach and you put into the mix because they're massively fucking over. Now I know this is like a proper hardcore AEW fan. The originals race aren't they as well? The they original- are proper originals. There's a freshness to them as well. Like they're they're genuinely funny and yeah, they they, definitely. they made us care about the Gun Club and Billy Club, Billy Gunn. And that's kind of because of them. That's, it really is, it's because of them. I wouldn't have given a shit, otherwise I'd be angry about Billy Gunn being on the TV. Scissor me daddy ass makes me laugh. Can't obviously say it in public, because there's a whole set of context uh, situations that people again, would James understand. It Maggie, is. it? <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, this had such fucking drama to it at the point. And the great Amazing. thing was that Amazing. really close finish. That the fans were genuinely kind of angry too, about, too yeah.
3: Four CP, unbelievable,
4: and it fucking was great. So but there good. was, but it wasn't like it was filled with like really big spectacular moves, like the trios match. But I That's liked why it was good, so JJ, much more
3: because it wasn't was match. Good. That's why it was yeah. old school. That's why it was good. There was no it feels like the kind of pass. match,
4: yeah. That a, cor- a cornet would be really fucking happy yeah. with. because it was, so it was good. used well. I love the the spot as well with you know setting up the other stuff in the future where you've got the kind of the pounce hitting swerve Strickland and there and he got him back with the kick
3: you know well not got him back but he mistakenly kicked his Keith Lee didn't he later on so that played into another near fall it was just a fucking honestly one of the best loved it one of the best the second best tag match of well maybe fair best tag match i have seen this year it was so fucking good like it was that high like I was a big i give four and a half, Beno. Wow. I'll give it that more. Really, you no, know, it was so fucking good. I like, I really enjoyed it. Because I thought it'd be good anyway, because I like Swave and I like Keith Lee and Acclaim. I thought it'd be that type of AEW match that I'd enjoy. But as JP said, we've just discussed, it was just old school. It was fucking unbelievable. The fans obviously made it better getting behind the Acclaim. But the Near Falls was so fucking good. Honestly, one, one of the best I've seen in a good while.
2: The frat, there's the, the, something to be said. It's not even, I mean, it was the wrestlers in the match too, but it was just how over the acclaim were, like, and the crowd were living and dying by those near falls. Like they wanted that more than anything. Yeah, I yeah. would have called to go back to the original conversation. I would have called that audible. I think I well
3: watched it. I, I honestly Have you seen uh, Keith Lee talking to? I think it was Bowen's while Swerve and Caster were working, and I was. We said in the room, they call an audible. Yeah. Are they actually like trying to get get like messages through? But obviously they didn't. But I definitely would have record, been There's nothing me.
2: wrong with asking Tony Khan that at the at the, uh, the scrum just because Keith Lee and Swerve happened to be there. Well, it's awkward, but it's your job to ask that question. Um, Tony Khan shut that one down. That was one he really did shut down. The idea yeah. of that he could, that he could have even called an audible. I know it's you know you got to deal with the, the fallout of. Swerve and Keith Lee, then, but their title run's been complete waste of space. Uh, it's been Rampage exclusive, it's never gotten going. They're not really the tag team champions, they're not the best tag team in the division by any means.
3: You know, me on Swerve, I've I always liked yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just,
2: I don't even it. like many wrestlers, and they're two of yeah. my favorites. You know, yeah. you know, it's yeah. you know, <laughs> half of me you like wrestlers, I like
3: them too. Yeah. I do, yeah, they're good and like. But as you say, the fans obviously did want the acclaim to win. And I haven't been... I even got asked last time I was on here, how are you getting on? And you said they're always on Rampage, just backstage, aren't they even just talking. (laughs) They're not even, like, defending the belt. So, yeah, we'll see how they get. But hopefully, he said, basically did confirm that they're going to fight it off at Ash to get a bigger reaction to when, obviously, the acclaim do win. So... do But you only
2: get lightning in the bottle once, is all that, so, you know. Um, Yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. FTR, but it goes... Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll uh, we'll see uh, see what happens there. But yeah, we went from uh, from there like I just to say I went four Annie. Um the the grapple average is four point four one. Um so yeah, yeah that's, that's big in, in conjunction half, with the, uh, the Yeah, it's close to you, mate. Right yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there mm-hmm. you go. Uh, going from there into the, uh, the women's title four way, Britt Baker, Kara Sheeder, Jamie Hater, and Tony Storm. Um, yeah <laughs> a, match no that happened,
3: to... a match that yeah, happened a match yeah.
2: that happened 3.25 <laughs> Tony Storm was in it wasn't she <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <I> mean,
3: <that's... laughs> we were talking about that it's like you know and, and this is where I'm, obviously I'm going to save my thing about uh, the WWE NXT in a bit I've come to the conclusion that Mandy Rose is a better wrestler than Britt Baker at this point now genuinely is like that's she genuinely is I mean, no I don't think it, I, it's not yet I think it genuinely is because Baker she's a star and she's good on the mic she just hasn't improved in the ring, JP. What's your opinion like? Yeah,
4: I, 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 I. Watching this match, you think of all the stuff that gets kind of lost in the shuffle, because it's another match that's kind of overshadowed by the bit of controversy that's there, and it's just clear that they went to the original plan in the end, which we kind of suspected yeah. they would do, but it was just a match. And I don't like multi-person matches for titles. You become tired. It feels like you don't really know what you're going to book, but you've got these wrestlers there, so we just put them in a four-way. And I don't really care. And I think when you've seen so many multi-person matches throughout the card up to this point, I found myself like completely zoning out. I know I watched it. I know Tony Storm won. But I was a bit like Jesus Christ. Like but boys, like they've really... got to pull
3: the trigger on Baker and Hater now. They've got to go with that. Yeah. The and all and that. That's a and be I... good to a good storyline. Good feud. Yeah. Let them go at it. Like Hater's very good,
4: is there? She's probably the best there was a in this four for me. Yeah. So it was a vicious bar, pole drive from the finish. That was the, the finish, first yeah. that first strong zero she did was fucking, like, out. fucking horrific on there. Feels like Hater is the person to go with. She is out of like all what? those people in a longer term basis. So, but that's a mess of a division, and we don't have anywhere near the amount of time to go into that one as well. well. Did you see totally Where again, Storm the comments, start of the division no. is the TBS champion.
3: Did you see Tony Storm in the scrum about Thunder Rose? I lost in the shovel, didn't he? Having a oh, go yeah, <laughs> oh yeah,
4: <laughs> mate. She could have threatened to kill her that night, and I don't know if he got would have got picked up. It would have been yeah. just one of these things.
3: Your oh, you're mute. There, no, no.
2: Then. You're mute. Oh, nobody ever uh, backs up poor Thunder Rosa, do they? Poor thing. Uh, that that might uh, indicate some of the things said are true, but I don't know. I, I don't like the uh, the whole thing around that. But I don't think she'll be back. I don't. I think this she, Tony will just be the champion going forward. Um, do you
3: reckon quietly hard. dropped Thunder Rosa? Just
2: yeah, I could see it happening, or I just wanted to leave. Um, but I guess we'll But yeah, I think the this is another case where you know, I'm not saying the notable on the night, but. If we're waiting to pull the trigger on this Britt Baker um, thing with, it, with Jamie Hater, just do it now. Division needs to be built around yeah. it. You know, give it a little bit more st- stability.
4: Let's get moving with that. Um, it, other stories that don't involve title belts because they haven't yeah. been able to come up with any stories on there. Yeah. Mm.
3: It's built in, isn't it? You know, it's easy, easily uh, done.
4: Definitely. Well, one thing I did love on the show, uh, we went up
2: next, uh, Christine Cage and Jungle Boy. I mean, I, I, mean, I feel like. <laughs> If there's any audio of me having to go with Christine at any point on this show, like I, 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 I don't believe it's really there. I mean, I'm gonna go through gonna go through the the, uh, the back catalogue and uh and scrub it all uh, that
3: I don't need audio on on here. I've got conversations in rooms we've been in <laughs> and fucking nights out a year's worth in my head, mate. Well you know just, when Christine you
2: know when Christine Cage is best, mate, when he's not wrestling matches and that's what we've got here. <laughs> um and this year. No. Oh, I, I don't wanna do it down with like with, with like with that because I, I wanna this was my probably my favorite thing on the show. You know, I say the she and uh, Kingston was my favorite match. Like, I joked on Twitter, I could give this five. Like, I didn't rate it on grapple because I don't think it's fair to rate these types of it's matches an because yeah. an yeah, an Gareth's so spoiler averse. Like, he wanted to put the matches on grapple first thing in the morning after the pay per view, but he doesn't want to know but he wants to put them in the right order, but he doesn't want to know the spoilers. So I literally send him a message with all of the matches in order as they go. And I forgot to put this on. And he sent me a message back, have you forgot Jungle Boy and Christian? And I was like, I want to say, well, there's a reason for that because it wasn't really a match, but I didn't and I just said include it. But there's an argument to not include this because like it's Mm -hmm. hard to start with these things. It's Mm -hmm. not really a match, but as an angle similar to you know Moxley and Punk on Dynamite, I thought this was perfect Mm -hmm. from start to finish. Like I loved absolutely loved christian getting slapped by jungle boy's mom but you not used for a cheap pop in the match which you know you can go to and it's a go-to and you can do it and it works but it was used to give christian more heat fucking love that thought that worked yeah. perfectly then you get jungle boy or jungle jack as he uh as he is now coming out mm. and how much lo- and everyone said that it's not a new point but how much logical sense did it make if luke you can pull 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 holes in the Luchasaurus stuff. I'm sure we will. But if he's going to turn on the night, it makes no sense to wait till 25 minutes into the match. Do it immediately. And they did yeah, that. Like that a, a heel turn made sense. He beat up Jungle Boy. He rolled him in the ring. One near fall, and then Christian won. I thought this was a pitch perfect bit of business. I think there's real life reasoning behind it. I don't think Christian's yeah. 100%. He's injured that,
3: yeah. If he that aside, injured.
2: though. Perfect. And me and J... How many times did we say, JP, on the weekend show, we're enjoying this so much, it feels like the best-built built ma- match on the card to the point where, and I shocked myself saying it, I didn't want it to end on the pay-per-view. I wanted them to continue it on, and yeah. I made up the continue it on. It's got more juice in it, and you can do the match on another points. I absolutely loved it, Matt, and yeah, if I was to give an angle five stars, I'd give it five stars, but it was technically a match, so I'm not going to rate it. Um But yeah, there you go.
3: But this is it. You've got you've got two big matches out of it as well. You get obviously the big showdown with Christian where he beat him and then he steps up to the plate against Luchasaurus in the end in a big match that's never happened before. So you can definitely get more mileage out of this. But the only thing for me is I don't know how you feel on this. Do you keep Luchasaurus as Luchasaurus or do you like unmask him and stuff? I don't know what what would you do, JP? on that one like if you're making it more but I suppose he's, uh, he's got to stay hasn't he if it's like tied in with that it's no obvious
2: other name just to jump in like if they had like there was just something else they could call on that wasn't Luchasaurus yeah. like that'd be enough for me because yeah. <laughs> like, Luchasaurus it's so yeah. baby face and child like
4: yeah I've always felt like with the gimmick it feels very indie at its core cool. yeah. like on that big stage he's a big guy he can do some impressive stuff by all accounts his knees aren't great from it I echo the thoughts of you guys. I loved it. Like, as we were saying on the weekend, I was thinking, I didn't want this to end. When I heard about the injury, I was like, well, this is the perfect response then. You're not going to do the match. You have this where he comes out, kills him. It did feel like we were doing the transition from, like, Jungle Boy to Jack Perry. That was like Jack Perry was being hammered home a lot there. And I think for the simple reason is there is a mainstream value in Luke Perry's son entering into wrestling at a high level and he's actually good at it as well I'm just I like glad that. because I, I, I love this kind of feud like carrying on because if you look at the mess of so much other stuff that goes on in AEW and the storylines like kind of and there's so many things going on this is one of the kind of nice constants throughout it where it had been going on for ages and you know like we said in the weekend it took too long to pull the trigger but like this is spot on. You can have Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus feud in the meantime, eventually to get to the M. Bison-like figure of Christian afterwards. Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs> Old Ralph Julia there, JV.
4: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I loved it from when he came oh, out yeah. and he did that. And I'm imagining that's why they did the him stamping on his hand thing a couple of weeks ago, as I imagine yeah. the injury yeah. was even as earlier as that, because that felt yeah. kind of weird. It was like, well, they're making kind of... We said that at the time. It's like, well, that actually makes a bit more sense. So... um. Like, I think this was, as to quote you, Benno, a great bit of business.
3: Can I say one thing, though, boys? And this is where, like, I'm not going to lie to you, was just that little part of me... Wanting it to go full Russo, where Christian ends up with a jungle boy's mum. I'm not gonna lie, I was waiting. For, hopefully, that comes at some point. There's that little hope that I might get it yet. I fucking love that. You tell me we'll get Ballsy a reaction in the building, and you tell me that wouldn't get a reaction. Are you fucking telling me that wouldn't get a fucking reaction? Doesn't
4: mean it's a good idea, Vince. Um, I don't. I don't know. There's a part of me that's fucking loving that shit, just yeah. thinking about cool, it. Like, but there's also a part of me that remembers when you start getting people's mums in wrestling that we go down a Judy Bagwell style route, really, <laughs> yeah. don't from, we? The... From Trish Stratus to Chris to uh, Jungle
2: Boy's mom, unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> Christine's life, uh, no wonder he's us. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, great, great, great bit of business, great way to wear uh, So underline uh, that one, JP. Uh, but yeah, into we got into the I suppose the big stuff. Brian Anderson and Chris Jericho up next. I thought this was a. Com- Massive dis- even like I didn't have high expectations necessarily. Real disappointment, this they went were- Jericho said in the scrum they went out there with a plan and they worked it on the fly. You could fucking tell.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: this was a hundred percent a Chris Jericho match and not a Brian Danielson match. This was a hundred percent Chris Jericho believing the hype. Chris Jericho has yeah. gone out there. And had a, Some would say he's had a really good year. I would say he had one really good match against Eddie Kingston, and I suppose the uh, you can credit him for uh, Anakin Urena as well. So maybe that's a bit harsh. But, you know, he got some critical plaudits, and he's just he's decided he's going to be a work rate guy again or something, and he goes out there with Danielson doing the Lionheart gimmick again, which you already done that on Dynamite. You didn't need to do that again. What, like, the, the Garcia story was enough. Like, what? why are we including that as well? And then he just went out there and had a bang average match. Like, this was the definition <laughs> Yeah, definition of a three star, three point two five star <laughs> match. Say two professional wrestlers. I want a professional wrestling match. Like, can you describe this match any better,
3: fellow? It bored me to tears. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. that it cropper just bored. Brian me Danielson
2: to bored us to tears. And, and I,
3: I, I'm not even that high man on fucking Brian, but you know, obviously he's better than this. Fucking hell, mate. Honestly, it was just so boring. That's the only way I can say yeah. for me about this match. <laughs> genuinely, highlight
2: like was the entrance. How about that?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, machine gun light. Which was it? Machine gun Kelly. I genuinely thought it was him when he come out. I was like, "Why is machine gun Kelly on this?" And then look like the fella had the Eminem stand video. Stand? Did it, it look like?
2: I looked, <laughs> I looked. him up on Twitter. At the time he stepped out there, Daniel Bryan's best mate, eight hundred followers on Twitter.
3: I mean, he got now, but he's got thousands.
2: <laughs> Probably, yeah. Like, check that JB check that no one they tried to sell it they were like oh you know he's brian danielson's friend i was like no no don't be a million years he's Bree's friend he's that he's that platonic friend Bree's got right where brian like it's the equivalent of like oh if you go in the pubs we we take him you take him with the lads let him uh, let Mm. him be involved i'll take him on your stag do will you take me uh take up my mutual friend fucking should Gun Kelly with you, please? That's what's the, happened.
3: The vocals and rate. the music don't go at all anyway for that the for the Daniel Bryan Blackpool Combat Club character. It doesn't go, does oh, it? <laughs>
2: oh, it's sports entertainment, isn't it? I feel like for the pro wrestler versus the sports
4: entertainment. Like <laughs> sorry, funny. sorry to in, interrupt. We we've had just more, more news from Fightful Select about the oh. uh yeah, the CM Punk and Ace Steel Ice A- Steel side of uh, AW all out. He wanted a fight and a bite. That's what he did. Like, um, <laughs> no, he did not. What he said on here as well, um, but per their side of the things, this is coming from Sean Ross Sapper of Fightful Select. After the scrum, the Young Bucks approached Punk's locker room and Punk wasn't answering the door, having been in a long match, bloody finished with an emotional uh, bloody and finished with an emotional scrum. The Bucks were said to have pounded down the doors, same claims they kicked it down. A Steel's wife was in the room, which is what set a steal off and made him go ballistic throwing chairs. So it's being pinned very much, you know, he's, he's admitting that one. He's, he's leaving with the fucking Austin middle finger up here and ended up biting someone. I think that someone was Kenny Omega on there. Um, but the claim was made from him that he was looking out for his wife above anything else. Um, from what they had heard, Omega didn't seem nearly upset at the beginning, but things got out of head, out of hand. The ended up being beaten, The fight was a very long altercation and the talk back and forth did not stop after the brawl. There were rumours that CM Punk had injured his triceps. However, many have said that it happened during a dive during the the main event. I don't quite know where that was in the match, Um, but he was hurt going into the backstage fight. He has no idea in the severity of it. Um, There's obviously rumours about them like leaving uh, at this, or both being done with AEW, but they said it's not happened. And like you said earlier on with Dave Meltzer, that Who heavy, said heavy, uh, uh, but uh, uh, Sean Rossap said that right, they've so not, not been, they've Paul. not, no, 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 that they've not gone yet. But if they aren't let go, heavy amends will need to be made.
0: Right is
4: the story coming from Sean Rossap. So it kind of backs up. It's very similar to the other stuff. I saw it. You say on Twitter. On.
2: CM Punk's AEW career clicking out at two point nine here. He might he might survive the night here. It's that uh, the wind seems to be turning, doesn't it? That's the right. And I'm a, fan, a Punk fan and I know we spent twenty minutes, forty five minutes, maybe an hour slagging him off. I do hope this is what happens. That like, yeah, yeah. they take real action and suspensions happen because you can't avoid that, but. Yeah, maybe that's cool. what I to, Carl will um, want.
3: Ultimately, you won't want to get rid of no one. Ultimately, really, you want them that was my spend, initial thought. Yeah, and suspend mm. them. He's got to punish them, but not sack them.
4: But he, yeah, and he has to. He has to show who's in charge. Definitely. That's yeah. it. You need some like order and decorum. But he needs to hire someone to do that. Sorry, uh, we'll be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> nice one, JP. Appreciate that.
2: Nice one. Uh We'll, we'll keep you updated if uh, anything else happens. Um But yeah. 3.25 stars, Prime Dynasty, Chris Jericho, one star entrance. Any other thoughts?
4: <laughs> no. Three stars was quite bored. Don't even remember a whole lot. And I think I saw this match about somewhere in the region of four or five hours ago. I think that says a lot. Jericho
3: about- over as well. Like yeah, what? Yeah, he like, he Garcia didn't even get Kingston. involved, did
4: he? But he beats yeah.
2: Kingston, I beat Bryan, and like, I mean, uh, like I just feel like he should. The Role he should be in right now if he has to be a featured act, he should be putting both of them over. I don't care Locker what the current leader, mind. mate. Yeah, game fall is from it. Um, but yeah, you're right, the Garcia thing was kind of uh, not really as much of a factor as you thought it might have been, I suppose. That'll uh, for Wednesday, isn't to the it? TV on Wednesday, yeah, yeah. Um, Liam <laughs> yeah, yeah. um, says, <laughs> him, will Blackpool promenade and Blackpool. Content, <laughs> that, <don't you? laughs> uh, Amazing, uh, but yeah, use it on men. We'll see what happens. Uh, go from there into bizarre placement. House of Black versus Sting, Darby Island and Miro. Like, I feel like they just shoot Tony. Yes, the guys, the,
3: that Brian and Jericho were going to set the place of on fire. But this but was
2: then, <laughs> the last. Was it the last? People was it the one before where we had the crazy like brawl with Sting and Derby and that that like yeah. worked really well in the semi main event position. Like if we got that again, fair enough. But it wasn't that type of match. It was just a straight six-man six time. man time. Then it was, this switch this with the Young Bucks and Kenny. Like what is this doing at this point in the card? Like unless you've got a really creative idea, like this was completely wrong for the spot the length of the show was definitely becoming a factor here. And yeah, again, like, uh, what can you really say about it? It was a six man tag. There's more to say about the aftermath, isn't there? Than there is the, uh, yeah. the match itself. Yeah. The um, match was just not. Yeah. Any notes on the match anyone?
4: No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing at all. You don't need to see it. Three stars. Three stars, three, stars three, is
2: three, what well yeah, 3.06 way. average on, uh, on Grapple. So yeah, pretty much bang on there. Yeah. It just, yeah. It was, it was there. And apparently it was potentially Malachi Black's, uh, Swansong, mm. obviously, after the match, uh, you know, bowing to the crowd, blowing kisses, uh, hugging the lads. Uh, you know, if he wasn't leaving, Tony Khan got asked about it. That was a real question. He got asked uh, fair play yeah, to uh, the aforementioned William uh RBR for asking him that. What was going on there? He refused to answer, but that you've got to ask those questions. But I think the fact that he refused to answer tells you well, the answer's not now. Um yeah. you know, I think I think back at the very least is taking time off, isn't he? Whether it's for personal issues or you know, whatever other reason that they may wait. back to WWE, oh. w- Ben. Yeah, you think? Um, we'd be better. Yeah. Would he? Be, he'd probably be better off at this point. Like he's just—he's yeah. had things to do. He he's was. been in stories, but it's never been important past the Cody match. Right. He's just been one of many bodies, hasn't he? Interchangeable with Andrade and the other lads at that spot on the card. Like probably, I—I I, I lean more towards based on the report and that it's more of a political, not a political, or more of a personal issue, um, that people don't seem to want to get into because of you know the. Maybe mental health implications or whatever. I don't genuinely don't know. Um, but if it is creative, or he has got an appetite to carry on wrestling, yeah, he probably is better off outside of AEW at this point. Like, yeah,
4: this run has been—it's like, been a match with Cody Rhodes, and then it's basically been about his eye being progressively <laughs> dark. Julia Hart, Julia Hart,
3: uh, really? yeah.
4: But, like, even everybody else, like, everything's been built around, like, mist, which in 2022 mm. is just such a, like, it's just shit. It doesn't really go. The run has been a bust. And I thought it wouldn't be like that. When he came in, he got the response that he did. I thought Cold this is, they could did do he? something with him. But 400 the people David never, since that was the thing. It was they Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and but but, sort of
4: yeah. Uh, what storyline has he been in? What's the memorable storylines that he's been involved in? It really isn't, Matty. You probably talk more about his PWG run with Brody <laughs> King as Tag Champs <laughs> than anything else. So, yeah, that he's that he's done in AEW where it's just been completely non the script. I don't know, if they've still got Brody King, you might have him as a monster to keep around the place. I think he'll go back to WWE. I think the kind of there's a security blanket of knowing what Triple H will do with him, and he'll use him in singles programs like mm. as a stable. Given the amount of stables around the place, I'm all right with this one dying. And I think this is the thing that I kind of the, the initial excitement. It's like if Andrade left tomorrow, I'd probably go. That was a busted flush and he didn't turn out nearly as good as it could have done or as I thought it might well have done. Oh, well, back to WWE he goes and it just isn't something that's going to work out. That kind of character and the rest of it, it's WWE land. I don't think it translates out to anything else, possibly a few emo kids i don't know Let <laughs> yeah. him go there be as
2: spooky as he wants um ah, probably, yeah yeah uh, the best way and I yeah I, i've never been a real fan of him but he's one of those wrestlers where i can see the money though i can see where the where you could do something but not happen in an aw no. uh, and then yeah from uh, there we went into the other main event moxley and punk we've uh I we've covered that there oh, you yeah. go lads. Solid pay-per-view review there. We're only on the uh, two and a half half points already. Right on um, guys, yeah. no
3: boys, right on Cinderella, midnight here. <laughs> got three
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, any overall thoughts on the show though? What like, would you make it as a thumbs up, thumbs down, AWP? I thought it was one of the worst ones. In the middle in a while. just yeah, in the it's...
3: middle, because the tag match for me was so good. One of the matches of the year for me. Fucking loved it to bits that match. So I can't mm. give it a thumbs down with a match that good on. But I'll it. Long, too to long, to too many wrestlers on it, too many matches. Yeah. Put a few on dynamite the week before. Have eight matches, your big, your big matches, and that's it on your pay-per-view.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. I, that's where I'm in. Like the thing that I found difficult with the last couple of pay-per-views I've done is just the sheer amount of matches combined with like a really long length and a long pre-show. You just get to a point where it's like You've got to take all of this in. You can't have stuff taken. Now, we're going to talk about Clash at the Castle, which for all of its okay, faults... We're also
2: about to go like another hour and a half, so we should get all of what we're saying here. <laughs>
4: I'll tell you what, we won't have to get as many, nearly as many matches to go into. You can't argue about things being given time and space. And that's something that Tony hasn't got. And you just go, but you another had a thing- whole week of TV to put a couple of these yeah. things on that would have been little draws. Probably would have done better attendances if they were the main event.
3: But boys, nothing gets allowed to breathe as well. Like Christy and Luchasaurus, mm. Jungle Boy, cut cut through the video package straight away. Nothing gets yeah. like when it's meant to mean something to just let it soak in. Not, not for ages, just that extra 20 seconds to let it soak in. Nothing. And it I've happens at the same time. level
2: of importance, isn't it? Exactly. Is nothing, That's it, noticeable. stands out. Yeah. And they've gotten mm. better at that. Like, there's definitely like there's more of like they're doing more of that on dynamite, and giving things a little bit more time to breathe, and giving things a bit more gravitas with like backstage promos and dare I say it, video package and stuff. Um, But yeah, just odd show, disappointing all and all, as, uh, as yeah. Simon says there. Um, but you know, definitely it had its moments, and like I say, the news stories kind of dominate, you know. Like Of course, the, uh, Save that's this. the big thing Save coming it. out of it. It kind of yeah. did the way didn't yeah. it?
4: Uh, pay per view feels like an afterthought with all of this stuff. Yeah. The entire pay per view of it is. That's oh, a weird a second to time. That point Davey, dead quick.
2: Tony said that it did uh, basically comparable numbers to Double or Nothing earlier in the year, and obviously, you know, last year's all out had the uh, it was the big yeah it was, was down review, wasn't it? At all <laughs> so you know, fair enough. That's going to kill it, but yeah, but uh, one hundred fifty thousand that's the new 100,000, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, is what it is.
4: Yeah. Mm. CM Punk confirmed draw. Really, you <laughs> would that on there, wouldn't you? This yeah, is Phil. Yeah. This is Phil saying so, um, And if you go to Brandon Thurston, he will give a breakdown of when of how this works out into actual the reality. A million dollar gate as well. They did, yeah. And yeah. an arena on the outskirts of three uh, in a row, and the
3: that's the third one in a row,
4: that. Yeah. dollar gates, yeah. uh, And you've got Toronto and Arthur Ash from that business perspective. There's plenty of gates, you know, big houses they can do there. God knows what state the roster's going to be in. It's a bit like WCW in 98. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm back laughs> we will right know, isn't
2: it? Mm. know in, a, in an hour or so. Um, but, yeah, we've got other stuff to uh, to talk. There is the small matter. This, this feels a bit like this is a bit meta, this JP. Like, this uh, first time WWE have come to the UK for a major show in 30 years right, is, yeah. like, you know, two and a half hours in. It feels a bit like our uh, Observe This SummerSlam 92 episode. Put it up on Sunday night. What was I thinking? Like, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get anyone's listened to it. Next <laughs> oh, week, Why would you care? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they're talking about SummerSlam 92 now. Like, what the fuck, lads? There's a million other things going on in the wrestling world that are way more interesting. I hope people could find the time to go back on it. Uh, I was very proud of them. I enjoyed
4: it. It, a... um, it. It's the other bits of The Observer that are always good fun. Patreon.com yeah. forward slash grapple.
2: There you go, quick plug in there, but this felt like that, in that layer, it's been, Matty, this is 30 years, mate, the back, SummerSlam 92 happened, you were a, but you were a when you didn't even bother going yourself, so, you know, is it really? Oh, I thing? didn't
3: bother going, Ben, I've got this one in me back pocket, mate, for the rest of my life, this one, don't, don't <laughs> really worry about that one, but... Yeah, and I was at a wedding when it was going down, boys, and I was in the chat, weren't I? And I was like, right. I, I'd had a couple of bottles. I was biting on some of the things that were getting said in the fucking chat as well. <laughs> it was like, I was gagging, not seeing it. I was just praying that Roman had win. Oh, and obviously he did in the end, so I was a happy man. I got got right on the dance floor then, JB. Did he win?
4: <laughs> Moral victory, he certainly didn't, did he? <laughs> then the APPG get the really Oh
2: wait, no, I think that was a mark. Sorry. Um, <laughs> go on, Matthew. You have got what? What are the main things you want to talk about from this show? We haven't got a million uh minutes uh for it, so go on. Let's uh, let, <laughs> no, let you leave me, just, What you want to uh, talk just about? The
3: main event. I mean, like you know, that was the talk going into it, wasn't it? Of should the uh, Roman drop the titles to the uh, Drew McIntyre? That was the main one, wasn't it? No. The fans. You know, no, no, was I, I, no, I no way I agree, better, but you know, this was the only time I thought in a while that they actually might do it though. I got caught up in the hype watching all the video packages and all the stuff like that. I thought they might actually give us something like this, you know, memorable like, for the first time in 30 years, but I was so glad they didn't. So nothing against you there. It was just, even though the fans were gagging for it. And I thought it was a you know, people will say a typical WWE way of getting out of it, but I thought it was a good Finish. Roman was on his own. He had to rely on someone else. I just thought it was a. I loved the main event as well. Fucking loved it.
2: I didn't think much of it as a match. <laughs> of course, but, of do, course. Do the main event. Oh, there's a match on this on this show that I will. I'll shot you, Matt. We'll get there. Um, but like, I didn't love this. I, yeah, I just thought it was very WB trophy and, you know, yeah, and spots it was, and it's all... It that, it's the, brilliant. The, the, bit,
3: the spot, the whole sequence of when I think Drew kicked out of the first spear, some Romans begging, like, with Charles Robinson, like, come on, Charles. And then he hit him with the claymore. He knocked him out, which went into Fairy coming out, which went into Tyson Fury sparking him for a reaction, which turned into, uh, a I think, was, someone was, else. Was, but, oh, the sequence It was unbelievable. That whole sequence was fucking really good.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, the the highlight of the referee being pulled out on a 2.9 was kind of great. That was a great bit because that crowd was ready to explode and the timing on it was perfect. I did, however, think the ending somewhat killed it. I was kind of the same of, like, this was very much like your Roman Reigns main event at this point in time, but with someone who hasn't got the kind of that bigger level of star power as him. Quite clearly, in a different world with none of this CM Punk stuff, the title of today's show is called McIntyre's McMegabus Bus because the Lex Express <laughs> how, vibes. How did from we the miss sorry, of that?
2: How did we miss Lex's National <laughs> Express last
4: week? Where do we go with National Express?
2: Idiot. National <laughs> Electric I know
4: it's abysmal. <laughs> i was genuinely upset when you pointed that out on there. But for this, it's like, well, who needs a title when you can sing "Don't Look Back in Anger" with Tyson I mean, Fury? I didn't and
3: get Trent. all that light at the okay. end. I mean, to send, Which, it's meant to send the fans all happy, isn't it? Of course. A, but,
4: I'm sad Gareth isn't with us on the show tonight. Oh, you would have We're been his But the <laughs> idea. of Drew McIntyre and Oasis <laughs> together. If you know what his feelings right. are about both of those things, it's just Chef Kiss stuff. Like it, it was it was they... but it was yeah, and I, I just thought the problem was is the Sala Sokoa stuff weirdly. I think I might have said it on the pre-show. Oh, like he'll be coming in soon and and the, in the weekend show uh before coming on to that. I didn't expect to be there this quickly. The issue is the idea of it, I love. But it's not even like if he if he's building up to a match with Salah Sakoa as like revenge for this. It's like Jesus oh, Christ. No. He was like no no
2: match with the Usos. Back. But it was a, over the story now exactly. And he's on his
4: own. Yeah. That was yeah. what it Was He them all. Yeah. It, however, like I thought, like I still think he hasn't got the star presence because obviously we don't know him on that. But the idea of like him coming in with something, I think, I, I think is kind of great. I love this stuff. It'd be like being a fan of Eric Angle pretending to be Kurt Angle that time on SmackDown. <laughs> like, that was fucking genius. Whoever came up with that, pat pat. the assume yeah. he did. Um, I, but mm. you, w- with this as a match, like, I, I, you couldn't have gone to him. The whole thing is built around the, the dominance of it. And you can't have a break in that title reign. And I think if you want to do Rob Inglewood to sell out a mania, you need Roman as hot as you can. So you're going to feed him every single baby face. But think people in I, Cardiff seemed all right about it.
3: I don't oh, I, I don't know about that one. I, I didn't like the one of where Roman can just win it back. No, you can't do that one where he loses and he wins tight no. back. No, 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 it's about
2: the... No, you can't. Luger 97, about, could you not? No. We'll talk Luger 93. I don't
3: so. want to hear so, it. I don't want to hear all that. No. You've got to have Roman as unbeaten for so many days going into... Like, if yeah. you lost it at the Rumble, success... And then if you get, you're doing Seth and Cody, you can have Roman as like fuming. He's still the head of the table, and then the Rock comes in and all that. But you can't have him losing and winning the belt. No, that was that would have been the worst one. That that would have been shocking.
2: My, my my overwhelming take is like I think they really set Drew up for failure. You know the whole like video yep. and all of the promotion behind this, and then having him lose, and then having his consolation prize be a little sing song. Thought he come, come off like a schmuck. So I disagree with it on principle. But they were give a fuck no, because it's still drew. Like I, I, he <laughs> was massively over to this crowd, like more over than even I thought he'd be in the building. Yeah,
3: no, genuinely, yeah, genuinely. And there yeah. were a lot of
2: people there who'd be disappointed from a business point of view. I wonder if that's smart, especially when you look at Worlds Collide as well. No, no British people won there either, but like. Do I care? No, because it's Drew Galloway, and to be honest, it's a stadium full of people who think Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins are good. So, like, I quite enjoy their tears. To be honest, so I'm quite happy that it went the way it oh, was. I man. love Roman. So selfishly, I'm <laughs> like, fuck it. You hate that I like Roman. You said this in our chat. Why? Why don't you like want me to like Roman?
3: No, I just, it just doesn't make sense, does it? <laughs> I don't know why yeah. you like you want the WWE champion who hasn't been beaten like three years? Like it just goes. But the he's the star. <laughs> no, he is no, is. He he's been the best since he's walked into the company but mm. you know my forte I love it all cool. I,
2: people
3: moan about his slow entrance and it's a star coming out isn't it he's, it's taking it in, just seeing him walking out he, that, he should only I mean, which he is now he should only be on these stadium shows just for that big grandiose entrance I wish the entranceway was fucking 10 miles long so he could just get that <laughs> walk walk out Fucking love him, mate. He's the right. fucking best ever.
2: Do really we agree <laughs> master? I I'd really like to Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, I'll argue with him about something else. Um, where on. do you want to go next? Are we going to the game to order then?
4: If you could mention the Tyson Fury, I, I was just going to say for the Tyson Fury stuff, were you talking about that at all for the belt oh, in Boston? Uh, yeah, well, Tyson I thinking, and Austin. I, Tyson. Yeah. But ha, how much money did he get paid for that? He would have got, got five million. I oh, know, that's probably ridiculous. big no, money. High
3: six me. figures, or maybe you know, middle six figures, do you reckon for that, that appearance? Shocking.
2: Yes. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: do, do you want to answer Simon's question, Matt, quickly?
3: What's that? They're getting, to if
2: they're getting to the point where there's nobody left to feed to Roman.
3: No, but well, you've got to set up, aren't you, at the minute, to set uh, Kevin Owens up. I think what they're going to do with that is, though, Owens is going to obviously have a shot against him. But they're gonna build up to Owens and Zayn, cause Owens mm. said he'd have the title. They're gonna beat do shows for the tag belts and get a big moment out of that. That'll be good. Plays into the thing. And who else is it? Orton's gotta come Cody. back yet. You've got to do, you've got to do that match. And Cody's the one if the if the Rock can't do WrestleMania, it's Cody. It's but Orton's well, got to come back to have that, that match maybe at the Rumble or, or Survivor Series whenever Orton's back, so... Punk. There's plenty. Yeah, punk. <laughs> Kenny Omega, <laughs> Yeah.
4: <laughs> got a choice here. It could be great, could we? Have we got the Usos versus the Bucks as well? Yeah. I'm in on WWE now. This
2: fight looks fucking crazy. See? I, I Sammy and Sam went back and forth on Twitter so he knows my answer <laughs> to this question is Cody Rhodes. But like, genuinely, the two big, big Roman matches, if you can make it happen, it's Cody and The Rock. I don't really care about him smashing through the rest Chef's of the stuff. got day, to have another one as well. Whatever.
3: I know he's not a face, but they're building up to the Seth one as well again from the Rumble last uh, this year, where it was a DQ. So you've got I that in the back pocket. Can,
4: yeah. you. You <laughs> so can, <laughs> can we? We haven't said this. So Ice Steel is getting indie bookings off this. Oh, there is a time.
3: GCW, GCW, <laughs>
4: Mate. Mate. you bring you him
3: you in. Half an hour.
4: Yeah. <laughs> And he just taken out on anybody who was in AEW as well. So he's just wrestling Marco Stunt and the rest of it, I think. Yeah.
3: But yeah, do you want to go in reverse order? So we're going for your favourite uh, two wrestlers, Riddle and Seth Rollins. What did you think on that one?
2: That's fucking crap, wasn't it? Like, Are uh, you wrestling
3: that, It was fucking crap. It was yeah. better than fucking Brian v Jericho. Fucking hell, <laughs> mate.
2: Yeah, five 2.5 stars.
3: No, <laughs> I thought that was a good match. oh uh, come on. It was a, it was a good, you know. Obviously, you're not, you know. You still watching Raw these days? All the yeah, the last
2: you? night. i more than you do. It's <laughs> <That's> a shoot. <laughs>
3: so you're not liking the, like a, that that feud at all? Because you 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 detest for the two wrestlers in there, like?
2: No, like I don't I don't like the Riddle real life stuff. But I've thought the segments have been strong. To be honest, they've been good. I yeah. just don't like Seth Rollins. <laughs> I just think he's just so That's fucking. Well, uh, no one well, like. Uh, uh,
4: I, I like ball, I like curry, man, but I don't. Yeah, like Seth
3: Rollins. Yeah, <laughs> no, I thought it was a good Seth match Frieden and it Rollins. played Seth played Frieden. well using riddles, what emotions against him. He set him up and stuff. I, I I enjoyed it. It was it was a good match for me. But let's we're not going to reverse order. Let's go to the matches you, you really want to talk about, which was a uh, Sheamus and uh, Old Gunfer. you <laughs> would love me. it, didn't you? <laughs> <But it looked laughs> fucking amazing, though. Do you remember last time? One, one of the best matches in WWE, Melter said he was fucking on one yeah. day. What the fuck he yeah, chatting about? Of course about? it was. On what? Well,
4: Ecstasy.
3: Yeah, that's what he. That's what he said, JP.
2: I'm not having this stupid talking point people all throw out there that like oh is she a Kingston was what Sheamus and Gunther wants to be? No, they were just both good. Shut up!
0: Yeah, like, they can
2: yeah. be good. They Can yeah. have a good match in WWE. Walter is still Walter, like or Gunther. Sorry, he's not still Walter, is he? Literally, Gunther. But like he is still very, very good at what he does. It is the fucking shock most shocking thing of all time at WWE. Even Vince McMahon's WWE basically let him continue to be himself. He's still got all of the same strong points he ever had with the one big glaring thing. And I know P- Gareth struggled to get past this. And I think a lot of people struggle to get past it. I struggled the first few times I've seen it. He needs to put a stone back on. He needs to find out. He needs to realize, Vince Vincent's gone. You can eat chocolate now again, make You sound. Like, you know, fucking go up. Should they been pile on the Easter eggs in April? Or he should be like fucking going to Carveries every fucking day of the week. He, like, he needs to put that weight back on because it does affect... The visual, the visual of in it. what yeah. he's supposed Yeah. To Sheamus be.
3: Was, was bigger, wasn't he? Just Well, it was. He and that's like, negative. Was I,
2: yeah. I, I will grant people up. If you can look past it, though, like, I mean, it's not like it was, a, again, like Ishi Kingston. Oh, it was a complicated match. It was two lads hitting each other really fucking hard. And I don't agree. You know, I'm not calling them out. I just don't agree with what Will was saying on Twitter, that, you know, Gunther's chops weren't, like, what they were as well. they were. Like, they absolutely were Like, Sheamus is, Chest was fucking was completely yeah, lit up. Just the fact, it's just the fact that those spots don't work as well in big arenas. Like it's a small venue, yeah. kind of spot yeah. in a lot of ways. Definitely. But it it just it works. It doesn't work as well, you know. But you know the the, the effect is still there. And yeah, I am not a big Seamus fan, but like this underrated a lot of strength. But this slots right metal. into what his strength where. You know, just a hard yeah. hit and battle, barely you any near falls, weekend, which is a Walter staple. staple. Yeah, you said so, this, you this would be up, up there is, as one really of.
4: Good. You said it'd be up there as one of the mm. best matches in the weekend. I went four stars on this myself for it. The issue I have about the weight is I think the way that he works and the way it delivers is still the Walter character as bully, which is difficult to do when he's lost the amount of kind of heft that's there. Now, I can see that. people I can't can take see that. that as weight. I think that's my kind of fundamental issue is he's doing these kind of moves in a bullying style on a guy who's a good bit bigger than him, really. And I don't, and I just don't, and that. But that's a visual thing, and I'm, I'm kind of nitpicking.
3: I think as that a point. That's window.
4: my overall issue with the, with the kind of Gunter character. He, he, it's not like he does like kind of more varied offense. It's still the same Volta offense. It's just that it's, it's being delivered someone who you know before the appeal of Volta was like you. The stuff about the body, that was for the bodybuilders in the gym. He didn't give a shit about this stuff. He was about the wrestling. It was about, like, the kind of relentless kind of brutality. If you're basically looking like, you know, like he does now, having lost the him and having changed that shape quite dramatically, but you haven't changed your working style, I think that's a kind of slight issue in the future. I think, again, simple case – he can have a couple more he can have a few more cheat days. I'm sure he's not going to go entirely to shit at this point in time. But I'm sure we were predicting he wouldn't be in the company like six months when he was up to the main roster. I wouldn't be surprised he you know, he ends up being built up for whenever they do move to a new babyface champion. He'd be one of those guys they'll put it try and put in their early doors because it'll be like he'll have a good match with them. Mm.
3: I think it's all right, boys, because usually like chopping the likes of who in, in the indies or the small guys, like, you know, I think it still puts them over that the big guys, the offense still works against the big guys. I think I take that side of it. Like, you know, it's still the mm-hmm. chop is still deadly no matter what he looks like. It's still like the big fellas are still feeling the effects of it. I, I think it's he's done great, Walter. I, I and I, you know, me when I first the uh, seen Walter better, I was having discussions and you know, he, he, I've seen him live. He really he's one the, yeah, he's one of the best. going <laughs> I've actually seen him <laughs> at, on the Indies, haven't I? In the UK, he's one of the guys I can say I actually have yeah, seen softball. like yet yeah, do all the good stuff. So I, I, mm. I'm just happy to see him there and he's doing well. I'm shocked with it, but you know, fair play to him. And, he's
2: gonna so be. Years. He got really lucky because the rumor was that maybe Vince was about to, uh, you know, make him a Nazi and fuck around. July with him. the fourth, with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got lucky with the timing. Oh, yeah. He's one of Triple H's boys. He's gonna be he's gonna be protected, yeah. and you can't argue with it. Like it is, he's been very well presented in WWE, and this was his peak so far. Really, it was a it was a very good Walter match. Was it like a five star mm-hmm. Walter match? No, was it go four, four Ben two five to four and a half stars. Four point two five, but I was tempted to yeah. go four and a half. I don't think I will. I think four, I'll stick with me four point two five. But that's equal with the best matches of the weekend for me. Um, really enjoyed.
4: Definitely it. I thought Sheamus is best match ever. Mm. Definitely, Marty I you that.
3: There's a few there, you know, JP, but it's the guy you you have to. <laughs> not that
4: Cena rubbish, mate. Come on.
3: No, 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 they're bad. I'm not a Cena guy, am I, JV? But bad, bad, no, bad stuff. Them like both. There's like, there's a few. There's a Cesaro one in there. Okay. Best of seven. There's an um... yeah might like there's a few Del Rio ones that actually were quite hard hitting back in 2012, and there's a few others off the top. One of them, Big Show Hell in the Cell, uh, not even Hell in the Cell match, probably Big Show, one of Big Show's best ever matches. That's really, really good, like really proper IWC classic, JP. It actually is, like genuinely is. It's a good match. <laughs> but can we talk about boys that one of the the biggest angles of the weekend, they finally got that heel turn, didn't we? By uh, good old Dom Mysterio. Final, Finally, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Finally, yeah. No. The we'll reaction
3: of the Judgment Day was fucking hilarious. Where they're all just buzzing off off yeah. and edge. That was fucking great. That you know.
2: <laughs> did you see the angle on Raw? I have uh, watched it. Yeah,
3: but is it he has turned him into a man? Hasn't she? Is that what they're going with? She's like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's got you got written
2: know. all over it. Yeah. it
4: an angle. Did he actually uh, imply
3: yeah, it she, like she, that? That's what he done.
4: he got Vince yeah. Russo written all over it by the sounds of what you're saying, man. <laughs>
3: What did you yeah, do? I've, him to, uh, I've only read it down, like I'm ready.
2: She took him to Hot Topic, and he got some black clothing, and he's come back. Oh. and Now he's a member <laughs> of the gang. That's basically what <laughs> happened. Um, and he did the whole angle where you know they beat up Edge, and he tried to you know Ray was got involved, and it yeah. was, it was, a, it was Edge, a well done angle, to be honest, and Roy. Yeah, it
3: really cool. well, that's, that's the match we're mm. going with in it already.
4: Yeah. God, oh, I say, saw it. He- YouTube clip one, of Rey Mysterio dude. on Family Fortunes, Family Feud. i
3: seen mate. that in The Miz. And
4: I it was the daughter he put up there, not Dominic, and I thought, I'd be playing that into uh, the storyline now. Of law. Bit lot, they though. won't do, but there's some great bit of lore there, because I'd have been livid <laughs> if my dad had picked my brother over me to go up for the bit of the end. Like, you know, when yeah. they're doing like, the five, they've got to guess against the yeah. other. Yeah, i seen that. Of Leah over Team Mez- oh. Miz. Why did I watch it?
3: But, JP, I yeah. agree with Simon here as well in the chat. The uh, Daniel Bryan, two out of three falls for Sheamus as well, back in 2012. He had a good 2012, Did old yeah. Sheamus.
0: <laughs>
3: but you well, end, that I'm going to with Dominic yeah. Benno, the sub there and the group Simon in the chat there
2: well I'm going to uh, I'm going to quickly reboot because my, my internet internet's lagging now it might be a stream yard thing so I'm just going to I'm going to tee you off with a question you can answer Matty because yeah. don't need to be around <laughs> why the fuck was Edge so over in England explain
3: <laughs> JB as someone said on Twitter there's over and then there's Edge in the UK over yeah. he, was, he, was, he, was, he was shocked wasn't he he was loving it right. he just thought he was
4: shocked He was fucking buzzing off of that. Which is, I think, and I think this is like part of a show like this has to deliver partly on, okay, we're bringing out these types of characters who people are really kind of invested in. I'm not invested in them, but I'm not the WWE audience. It's the 60 odd thousand who've paid to kind of go to this show. So then absolutely losing their mind over Edge is, (laughs) I don't find it,
3: I, I kind
4: of shocked. expected. Perfect no, part
3: was, I, of to that extent, though, JP, I was fucking like, I knew we'd get a good reaction. Of course, he usually does anywhere he goes. But to mm. this extent, it was like Hogan against Rock. They were all standing up. He wrestling like WrestleMania the 18. They were all like bouncing and everything, singing his song. It was just great.
4: They do, <laughs> don't it. they? Absolutely, edge in the UK. They lose their fucking <laughs> shit for it. Um, But yeah, I also wanted to mention another bit of comedy. If you haven't seen it from the weekend, BT. Sport did a series of like vignettes with Damien Priest in with Wales. The do you know what? They're genuinely good. They're genuinely <laughs> funny. Like, honest, they are. Like, because it's it's you've seen this stuff a million times where they put sportsmen in weird kind of like kind of position on various advertising in the UK. But this one, it completely worked. It was him working in a pub, him having to kind of do some sheep herding as well.
3: To see that uh, one.
4: <laughs> It was you know him staying with his family and the rest of it, him pouring a pint trying to speak Welsh it kind of worked for what it is but yeah and Edge of Mysterio versus Judgment Day match yeah. went the way if you're going to book these cards to kind of please an audience like and especially if you're not going to deliver in that kind of main event with the hometown win you're going to have to go along with this stuff but um Uh, Am I glad he's turned? Not really. It means he's still going to wrestle. And I don't think we get to the crux of the issue with Dominic Mysterio that he is shit.
3: (laughs) But once again, JP, I I knew when the the, uh, heel team was going to happen, it'd get heat. I didn't think it'd get that much heat. The fans fucking. Yeah, just
4: (laughs) 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 From Alan Partridge.
2: (laughs) One of Lynn's mates. Yeah, I am back. By the way, he's going to be uh, like Hello. a David Flair type, you know. Like he's going to be like an ironic heel, isn't he? That we all like. I think the fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's a the best end, role it, for him, probably.
3: You'll turn everyone will turn around on him because it'll be that ironic, as you say, Ben. People have admitted soon when. He, but he
2: eventually. is shit. JP right, and I'll say this just as a time point. I don't know if you saw me make this point on Twitter, uh, Matty. But by the time Rey Mysterio was Darn Mysterio's age, he had his entire ECW run. His entire babyface master was to be run. He'd done the filthy animals and he'd done the No Limit Soldiers. Unmasked oh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Younger than
4: Dominic. <laughs> and have had a successful run in Triple A at that point before even coming yeah, out. Yeah, throw that in too, that yeah. Fuck's you know, sakes.
3: <laughs> but boys, and the only two Shit. matches we haven't covered is the women's matches. And to be fair, I mean, I've seen the, the six woman get a bit a lot of praise. I didn't think it was that good, to be honest with Jerry. Good booking with Bailey, you know, pinning and Bianca to set up a title match. I did yeah. think that was good, but it was a bit clunky. And lively Shayna, I wasn't really into either. I just, I think it's because Charlotte's not around and Becky's not around. We and Sasha, we need we need the big guns back. I think I think we need them back. Myself,
4: and there didn't seem like there was a chance of a genuine title change as no, well. No so sense. you have the problem here with with this where it's, but it's it's another. And I thought in a post Vince era that they wouldn't be doing this old thing they used to do where you're booking small champions as fundamentally being fluky. They did this with Ray, didn't they? Famously, of course. And that's what I get the vibe I get with Liv Morgan. But there's a certain percentage of that audience could be perverts who are massively into Liv Morgan and people losing their absolute shit about it. And it's like, Whatever, I don't think it amounts to anything. I don't think it helps the division in any way, shape, or form because I don't think she's kind of got the skills or, or good enough to kind of lead at that level, considering mm-hmm. the depth of women they have in that division. There's what a I mean? there's there's a loads better than Liv Morgan. When then three, no how back much you fancier? I'm... That doesn't yeah. change.
3: When them three come back that I mentioned, plus you throw uh, Ronda in there, who's who the Bill up to come back to, against they Liv. She's got no yeah. chance. For me, she's you know she's definitely. Oh, the, the love will always be there, Simon. Never go away. That one. I'm
2: not <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> no, Neither back. To. neither back. She's been away too long. She had the only moon to get her back on telly. Any
2: other thoughts on the show as a whole? Was it SummerSlam '92?
3: No, but it was a great spectacle, no. Ben. It was you know as as uh, Andy it's was messaging show, eh? me. <laughs> no, but I mean, Andy said it, it, the live being there was amazing. I wish I really wish I could have been there. And missed out mm. on it Just to see that Roman entrance To be honest boys, That would have been worth The £100 on its fucking own But You know One day hopefully uh, we we'll get to see it But it was, it was a great Well received show overall So I'm happy with it. 60, 62000 Ben You know Can't complain can you I don't it, understand was about Real that. figures It was real figures wasn't it Someone said They announced less Even though it was more Because They had to announce It was less than Wrestlemania Or something Is that right Yeah, that's a change
4: in the Triple H regime there. Like, he's uh, actually telling
2: the truth.
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs) Like, and by the way, that's the lowest sense of praise if we're going to praise them for not lying about attendance (laughs) in 2022. Well, at least they're not lying anymore. Really? Is that a thing that you need to be praised for at this stage? It reminds me of one of the students who said, Oh, as a reward for coming in on time, maybe we get to leave early. And it's like, no, that's not how life works. You turn up on time, and then you leave kind of on time. Really, you don't like get a reward for fucking turning up on there. Sorry, it's a rant about something else. then uh, on- what would you say in terms of this show?
3: Up, down, middle. What are we saying? Um,
2: middle.
4: thumbs up for WWE point. fans, but middle for us. greater on a WWE curve, maybe
2: slightly up, but a middle. Yeah. There's no I way. Like, like as much as I know about oh, the AW wow. show, no way,
4: no way. No way. It, <laughs> it,
3: it, it's I gonna be that. interesting. I <laughs>
4: It's going to be interesting to see if other cities do this, because obviously we've had it with the Mania City bids. I wonder if there's other places in and around Europe and the UK they should think at, whether or not a big Germany show in a stadium is something that might be possible. That'd be like the other kind of major European country outside of anywhere in the United Kingdom um, for that to happen. And uh, yeah, well, you know, and the legacy of this is something we're going to be speaking about like quite heavily. For this Legacy the the, uh, of the press conference at the APVG. Well, I didn't yeah. see
3: any of it. To be honest, I really didn't. Mm-hmm.
4: I saw what was it? Is it? Is it acknowledge me? Is that the thing he well, said? Yeah, Alex McCarthy acknowledged Roman Room Roman right, taking he on just part said he a bad me. angle.
2: Yeah, and, 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 you know, well, I've said before, as much as, like, I disagree with a lot of us, I do personally get on with Alex, but that was embarrassing, and he should be embarrassed yeah, for himself for being proud of it on Twitter, and also, like, not just that, I think some of the other questions that got asked were just, like, oh, so, um wrestling's great, Um it, like, there were people there who clearly didn't know anything about wrestling, they were just being, like, oh, you know, it's, uh, it must be hard to do what you do. It's like, okay, where's the question? <laughs> like, you know, like, you're going to ask them actually certain. It was like, yeah, if we're going to criticize the AW1, this was worse. Um, it was yeah. way more like hands-off. It,
4: if you want to para- um, paraphrase Joe Lycett from this weekend and what he said on the Laura Coonsberg show, for all intents, they might as well have asked him questions about Peter Andre rather than anything else because you're never getting any answers, rather like Liz Truss never gave any answers on how to solve the cost of living crisis in the United Kingdom. Anyone well, did
2: you see
3: Triple H, 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 H on H this
4: morning? In embarrassment. I that was yeah, that's
2: buddy. all the... On a regular spotlight, I mean, we would have led with Triple H's, like, tour. this morning. He was loving it,
4: Vernon chen- K. Vernon K- <laughs> K- was so
3: fucking cheddar, wasn't he, with that belt?
4: <laughs> Is he still oh, presenting family fortunes? No. No way. Know. Yes, yeah, he was for a, a while, wasn't it?
3: Did he get cancelled? I, I, I just think everyone gets cancelled. Did, did right, he get cancelled at
4: no. some point? If you're cancelling, like, cancelling neighbors is one thing. You don't cancel your family fortunes. I would never cancel player cards, right? These are game shows that need to be there to the fucking tradition, Auntie
3: JP. Tradition. Oh,
4: family, family fortunes is a rock solid show. It's
3: Gino. It's Gino Campo is the Campo is the host now. It's Gino. Who Gino 50, is Gino the
4: Campo. Gino the Campo. He's. Christ above that man that a journey, isn't it? Because he was on this <laughs> morning, which Vernon Kay was on. See how it all ties in, isn't it? Oh, it's a big life uh, is a flat circle. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, we got uh, got tagged in a lot of uh Triple H's uh, come and goes. That and uh, a uh picture of, uh, of Walter with the Birmingham lads uh, definitely going in the, uh Yeah, uh, oh, in the
4: that's show. a classic. Yeah, I see it's that. Mate, we're not we're spoilt for show images.
2: Oh, oh that's a point. Good for Fabian Eichner. I'm I'm glad that he got uh, put back in with uh, with Ring yeah. Camp. Like obviously, yeah. that oh, was the
4: move. Yeah, that that bit at the start of the match as well. I didn't to say it earlier on, but the bit where they started brawling while Sheamus and Gunter were just staring at each other. I thought that was cracking. That was well, that gave, like, a phase, really good man, vibe from he... the get go. However, <laughs> I will say the
2: fucking. The NXT UK lads in the audience, like or ex NXT UK lads, being like, "Oh, I got to see Pete Dunne in front of sixty thousand people live his dream." No, you didn't. You got to see him be a fucking mascot. Like he didn't even get a match, and they sacked you two weeks ago. I have some self-respect, you fucking marks. Like, oh, I was just embarrassing, like embarrassing. Uh, um... NXT UK dies. Mm. You can't even like. Didn't put any Brits over, over the entire weekend, like never mind. Like you know, it, 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 NXT UK mattering and getting any kind of like spot on this show, or any of those wrestlers getting any kind of spot It's just an embarrassing uh, moment. I oh. thought for the uh, for the Welsh wrestlers in the crowd, like going back, like as uh, as punters, they were
4: they were very much punters. It, it, again, to make the comparison about wrestlers who went into places like New Japan. And like around that that point of time, like the ones who ended up in NXT, either mothballed, now released, have less kind of name value than than when they they went out. The other guys were like headlining big shows in Japan. Like the dream is to headline WrestleMania, not to go to WrestleMania. I would have thought that's the aim for it as a wrestler as well. And it may sound like we're just being completely awful, spiteful pricks, but I think in many ways, what it just shows up is. How weak the kind of UK independence scene is, and it, it's not something I've got sympathy about because we kind of know how a lot of this situation came into being. So, you know, being excited for cool. Pete Day—I mean, he should be fucking wrestling. I mean, I sort of seeing Tyler Bate wrestle again was a novelty value. I was say, there you oh, go. Speaking
2: yeah. of, like, speaking of that, Wales collide also in this weekend. Speaking of uh, NXT, got in spots. spot it been so long yeah. i've
4: forgotten his thoughts what they were i was like oh he does that bop and bang thing mm.
2: but it was just like that was like if NXT you didn't believe nxt uk was dead like they just ran like nxt proper just ran the goal of nxt uk it was like thanks for coming lads off you fuck like it was just like they didn't even make it it didn't even get any credibility. you can technically count pretty deadly if you want but there proper nxt at this point it was nxt proper running through all of the nxt U, uh uk wrestlers uh didn't even did, that was the other thing you didn't even get to have it happen in the uk you would have thought that'd be the obvious thing you know big big uk pay-per-view going on there's loads of little small venues nothing and You could have done this that uh, nah not worth the flights we'll just uh, we'll do it in the, the pc instead for for all that negative i will say this was a very good show. I think if Gareth, had been mm. able to come on, he'd be singing its praises. I know he was a a big fan of Worlds Collide. I yeah, really tight, well done show again. You know, you maybe you adjust your scale, you know, for what that's supposed to be compared to what a full, you know, an, an all out is supposed to be. But for what it is, I thought it was yeah a very good show with uh, with not much fat matter.
3: Yeah, the you know we can start right off the gates with Ricochet and uh, Mellow Hayes. There, thought that mm. was an absolute. F- the fans. We're fucking digging that all the way through. Unbelievable. I'm big fan of uh, Carmelo Hayes and Slick Williams. I think they're a good package and, you know, they've been uh, protecting him and pushing him well. So hopefully, you know, he, well, if he does get on the main roster with Triple H now, he can shine like because you think he's very, very good. Mm. Mm. And good to see the old Ricochet, Ben, wasn't it? The old the man who you oh, forget exists, you know what I
2: mean? <laughs> I'd to love to see him get. Get heated up again and get a get a proper shot again. Um, you know, it's a little bit like imba- that embarrassing is probably a bit strong, but him um, to have to, you know, go there and lose as well. <laughs> it's a bit like fuck me, how the mighty have fallen. But you know, he did uh, it. It's probably right. You know, you want to at this point, you want to boost the next ricochet, don't you? You want to. That's yeah. that. We shouldn't be saying that. Don't get me wrong, Ricochet should yeah, be a star. Mean... But given where we are with things, like it probably wouldn't have been right for Carmella to lose to him. I, I, I just thought are you watching this match, Matthew? I just thought it was hilarious, like that. Oh, that nice. I know. Jamesy he fucking hated it. Oh, no, he that, hated I know it, He, he I thought it. <laughs> it was definitely funny. <laughs> so ah, funny. You can make sense of it if you want. You can.
3: Put, they, you can put your you logic know, to anything. Ben, that's my shout. You can put any logic to anything you see in wrestling. Yeah. It's like, I've said it before. It's like ball? lyrics. You take your own lyrics out, you mean to them. That's the same with moves and then spots. It's like... He went for all the moves, and then all right, it was a bit fucking convoluted, but you can put logic to it, and it was fucking hilarious. After being,
2: you just in middle Let's say that. I yeah. mean, it is a stretch, I, I, yeah, I, I, saw that spot, and I laughed out loud, literally. And um, I knew, uh, I knew you would too. There were <laughs> a lot of, maybe we shouldn't be praising a match because we thought it was funny, but like, yeah. <laughs> match, but the fans
3: though, they? they were like, I... you know, were fucking going wild for that match. Honestly, they were yeah, really yeah. into it.
4: Yeah. Um, you spoke about sort of grading on a curve. I mean, with this, it's, I found myself grading a lot of this card on a curve because this does feel like more of a genuine developmental product, a product, which is why it's probably a match like this. I'm going to yeah, it's still kind of, it's there about the spots as much as anything else, but by God, it's, it's doing what this product needs, which is just having a kind of couple of hot matches. And, like kind of heating up people like Carmelo Hayes, who I saw Matty, you were saying like, have him at that IC level. I'm like, yeah, this is someone you should be investing to to kind of get to that definitely. point, and it makes Especially with
3: sense. Will you become as a good package? He's got the bodyguard, yeah. the heater on the outside. It's, it's there. But literally, what Triple H will do is take that off NXT and put it on SmackDown or Raw. And I think it will give him a couple more go, like months or whatever. But it'll definitely yeah. work if you keep it together, hundred percent.
4: But with the with the idea that you've got smaller wrestlers who are going to be coming into WWE because Triple H is filtering in in those guys as well there's there's more of a chance for them to succeed you feel like it's, it's going to yeah. be more on their own merits than like again the whims of lunatics like you've got yeah. less of that <laughs> type of stuff on there um although you know and it was top and tail with i, I thought like a really good main event yeah yeah really good reminds you of a, a kind of sliding doors where tyler bait is encouraged to go into the New Japan dojo system at a very young age, get out of the crowd he's knocking around in British wrestling and actually end up having these kind of like great matches and everything else. Instead here, it was just like he was someone I hadn't seen for ages when he's up against Braun Steiner, as I hope to God when he goes up to the main roster, he's like, I was Bron Brecker in NXT but I'm going to be I, Steiner on the main I can roster. see that happening.
3: I can see, that happening. I can see that happening.
4: I I think they're going to do it because Bron Brecker is pure Vince, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that was a great match as I say, Tyler Bate obviously like leading the way in that one because it was fucking like that the, the, like, the last couple of minutes of that was fucking brilliant like. Yeah. It was as I say the, Tyler Bate then you're your all your favourite, isn't he?
2: Not anymore. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but he's but you forget, like, I never see him wrestle because I never watch yeah. NXT UK. That's the only place he's been on for years. So, like, what's what's the point in that? Um, the lineage stuff, which well, when I'm watching the video post, I don't watch the NXT, idiot. and you're seeing them going like 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 Volta going up to him saying, You need to do this for NXT. Um, whereas really the that is you need to get out of the country and get into America probably as quickly <laughs> as, as humanly possible. He'll be there. He'll be in a job there. I imagine he'll be in NXT for quite some time. NXT Europe? Not they... mm. I, would, I could see Triple H bringing... It... NXT Europe's not happening. Like I'm, I'm convinced not. it's not even... It's a
2: promotion if it does happen.
4: Yeah. like I, I could see him and just ending up in a tag team with Pete Dunne on the main mm-hmm. roster. I could see them doing that type of stuff. If they kept him there or if he's there in NXT, if he's there. But he did the thing he had to do, which was make... The guy who they are hot on, and at some point will be up on the main roster with a big push, look that bit bigger. That was his yeah. job, and he did that.
3: What about uh, Rian in the commentary boys? Mandy Rose beating Miko Satomura not on my bingo card in 2022. What did you think of that one? That match?
2: I thought I thought it was a good match. I think like I'm not, you know, I, I made hmm. that joke on Twitter didn't I? You know, Miko was like the queen of like in Brit Res in twenty eighteen. Matt, like it was just full of like you know the way it's like awful. Gary. Gary loves uh, loves air and loves the air uh, all the banks himself silly over that uh, air. <laughs> uh, of the wrestling world, not even yeah. in a sexual way. I'm just saying, uh, but like <laughs> most people in the UK, because I remember we went because you saw it debut in the UK, yeah, the, uh, King of yeah. Trios in Chikara, yeah, uh, slash uh, slash slash Fight Club Pro, like that. That's fine if you're someone like him. There was a lot of people in this country who pretended they'd seen her before. Who yeah. Pretended they knew she was this. Legend.
3: Is that what it is? Yeah. Is that is Yeah. That what pretend- it is.
2: When she went to Progress, Jim Smallman acted like he'd never seen her wrestle before outside the Nitro. It was fucking a load of nonsense. However, for whatever reason, she she made her home in the UK. And, you know, maybe it was the breakfasts, maybe it was the fact that she didn't want to go to America. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> you know, she has been a real strong point of NXT UK. And I thought about this match. Like, so I'm not going to pretend like she's someone who I'm massively familiar with the lore of. She looked twice the rest of the other two. (laughs) I agree with you. Mandy Rose looks all right. But like she just she she, she should be on the main roster if there's a way to do it. Like, I know that's the most obvious thing to say in the world. Miko Satomura is better than developmental NXT and NXT UK, but she's so many levels above it, even at you know, Mm. the the grand old age of what is she like 42 or something like that? She's not even that old. Like she should be mixing it up on the main roster if it's an option.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I thought that match was was sound like I just keep saying. Mandy Rose has improved a hell of a lot. I know there's still the haters out there, and she's far from the finished product, but she is actually improving. and that, that's good to see. You know what I mean? Unlike some of the any wrestlers are going she's at least improving.
4: That's what NXT is. Yeah, that's the whole it. point of it. She goes there to improve. The whole thing picked up, like you said before, when Miko Satomura was in there. Then it just sort of seemed to get up to a much better level, worked at a better pace, a lot less sloppy. Um, However, I thought the fact that Mandy Rose winning it was just like you kind of she was
3: always going to win. JP, you always knew she was going
4: to win for that. Like, but it was the thing about Low One from NXT UK winning. So even when Pretty Deadly won, it was like they're very much an NXT act.
3: In. I tell you what boys that match though as well that was a uh, thing I agreed on Twitter with uh, with Ben it's like it was proper chaos that match like them Kree brothers they're as raw as anything but I can watch oh, yeah. them all day wrong because they are fucking going to be they're hilarious <laughs> but in a great they're just like I don't know, I can't explain them, but they're just fucking they're
2: like great. raw clay, aren't they? They're just it's yeah, like it's, throwing Kurt Angle out there with no wrestling training, and they're just doing yeah, it. Like they yeah. are <laughs> Watch them all day
3: long, and they're gonna turn well, like out to be uh, yeah, they're gonna be very, very good then. Hmm.
2: I thought um I mean what the fuck were Gallus doing out there though? I was I was wolf uh. the best class fights of America. Like, <laughs> like,
4: and he looks for a company, he looks in worse shape than when he signed. To Can't quote the rock, that? he looks
2: he looks like ba- <laughs> a monkey came out there at the shit, and out came mankind. That's what a uh, Wolfgang looks like when he stands in the rings. Fucking yeah, garbage. Like I don't understand them being there at all. Gallus getting yeah, uh, pretty deadly. Great though, I enjoyed them uh, knocking around. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the uh, there's the uh, the post match stuff wasn't there with uh, what's his face turning. Um, <laughs> is he come
3: on or, <laughs> well um, Beryl, did you watch i'm surprised you haven't brought up ariel helwine and triple h did anyone watch that no
2: i watched it yeah it's it, ariel is embarrassing himself don't get me wrong by like mm. lowering himself to doing kayfabe interviews and doing kayfabe talk on ted stuff and throwing softball questions at triple h but they weren't as soft as i was led to believe he did ask questions okay he didn't ask like you know What's Vince been up to? But he did ask, you know, yeah. where's Sasha Banks? What's your thoughts on Braun Strowman, Bray Wyatt? What, you know, what's the plan going forward? Whether you're going to do you watch AEW, what do you think of AEW? He asked good questions. It actually wasn't that bad an interview when I watched it. I still think he's embarrassing himself doing so much WWE it, stuff.
4: They had it on the telly beforehand, but it was up against BT score at that point in time. Fantasy points. Fantasy, so <laughs> fantasy points <laughs> took over. I oh, went, yeah. I can't be watching that. When I when I need to be losing myself in the Ivan to Tony masterclass that was going on at that point in time, and having had him in the team, I was very happy.
3: But, anyway. but Ben, did you see that he was meant to have a match with uh, R. Gable at WrestleMania? Who was? was meant to have Triple H?
4: All oh, right, but to have a
2: match with who? Sorry, who <laughs> was he supposed to wrestle? He's meant
3: to wrestle Gable Steveson at WrestleMania. Well, Gable Steveson I'll put <laughs> a news
2: story this week that said that um he was never happening because like he's he's not really asked about wrestling, he's not trying, and he's got nothing to offer because just look at him. Like, yeah, we hit that. Well,
3: we'll see. Triple H is a big believer in the uh, well, man, also, seen You like. have you've
2: been you've been handed a lifeline and the triple H has taken over because I, I, my my main point was Vince, Vince. Vince was never gonna look at him and see Star. <laughs> he's like three foot two short, he's not actually physically improved. Impressive. he couldn't put a promo he doesn't seem that charismatic and he's not asked about wrestling so I didn't see where the upside was maybe Triple H will take a liking to him for some other reason but if you know, he's,
3: he's going like to get in the ring and put him over at Mania he must like him, mustn't he? Yeah, if well, he's going to
2: he <laughs> he wrestle a match, mate? I should have gone that far on the bet <laughs> never mind, is he going to main event if I think it would up being our best yeah, very much um,
4: emulating yeah. his hero, Ric Flair if he does, though doesn't he? Wrestle the
2: match <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah not happening, ever Brothers got more chance.
3: <laughs> no, he turned heel, didn't he? Yeah, he was the one who laid out here. Uh, Robbie Strong yeah. in the air, uh, the part <laughs> That was part of Like midsummer madness, isn't it? That is not
4: it that, uh, <laughs> like that they all just Stood <laughs> round and looked him. Yeah, I know. And Eight of them.
0: And
3: yeah,
4: <laughs> help him so up or, like. Fuck, he could him. be dead here. <laughs> I saw more movement when Richie was hit by the car from like Eddie Kingston and stuff like that. There was more <laughs> movement <laughs> then at that point. You no, know, like people genuinely worried. He was like. Oh, fuck, he's hurt himself. He's done himself a mischief. And then they just sort of, that was it. We we'll just let yeah. him lie, lie then at that point. But surprisingly, I would say overall, on, surprisingly watchable. And because yeah, it was, because it was a, on before SAW, it was like, it was a
3: I was say nine o'clock me, time yeah, it was Great. I thought it was late. I thought it was actually, like I should have yeah. known it wasn't going to go head to head. But when Kiwi texted me at nine o'clock, I was fucking made up something to watch on a Sunday night. Mm. <laughs> I was chatted.
2: Couple of 3.75 star matches, you know, yeah, promising young talents. Uh, this is probably now like it's a it, it's pretty bad what they did to the old NXT, like it shouldn't have happened, and Triple HP and sidelines shouldn't have happened. But now that we're here this Is what it should be, shouldn't it? It should be like it well, should be, you know, young wrestlers are you developing and giving time mm. to, and you know, maybe we're all not gonna watch it because who really wants to watch it, but you know, and it probably needs a rebrand from the splashy colours and all that stuff, but yeah, some young wrestlers with a bit of promise, you know, mixing it up it's with done like some decent experience experience re-
4: ratings recently, you know.
2: Yeah, done, it's probably what it should better be. better
4: than originally. expected. Mm. But it is, and what really should have happened would would have been the case that in the old stars from uh, the, the Triple H here of NXT would have gone up onto the main roster and been who they were presented as. but unfortunately mm-hmm. the Vince just created the idea where he was just going to say no to all of them, which mm-hmm. then created the log jam, made people stale and then you end up with this end up with all the mass releases and everything else and then you end up with this version of it. but it feels like it is kind of getting you know more back on track, which mm-hmm. is good for Braden and Davy. <laughs> next, our friends oh, if nothing else i'm glad that they're getting to see a better product
3: but boys this was all done without nikita Lyons being on the show as well because she needs to be on every tv show going forward for me so <laughs> this
2: is just,
4: i saw last legend telling. as well on there
3: legend yeah they should just feud forever because they're fucking great
2: <laughs> yeah i found oh, out last legend oh, no, wait, wasn't wait. a man i thought last legend used to be an evolved commentator i didn't realize that
4: was uh <laughs> no tbl packer as well Weird, yeah. Uh, you mentioned him a lot, JP. I was looking forward to seeing Well, as far as I was aware, he was on the um, he was up against Virgil Symbols on the uh pre show for one of the dark matches for the crowd, but he needs to be on TV. Does old TB
3: and big uh, big Tony D'Angelo was only in a backstage segment as well, JP. One of my favorites
4: drinking coffee with that young lad,
3: <laughs> yeah. He's going to be feuding with uh, Cameron Grimes by the looks of it. Old Trevor, Lee. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I, I will say, I enjoyed that rap. That crack Cameron Grimes one when he became rich. I will say, I kind of <laughs> had a guilty laugh at that thing, and I should be hating this, shit, but somehow <laughs> laughing.
3: Oh, no, Eddie. we'll see how it, how it goes going forward, anyway. Boys, that I
2: quickly on WWE, because uh, we are uh, we're over the magic three hour points, even without uh, some pre banter. Um, yeah, bronze Roman turned back upon Roman, that's he made up.
3: He did do a shockmaster, didn't he? Do a little botch in there, like. Was but, really um, bad at him, yeah. I know, but he, he's all right. The fans pop for him, and which I, I you can't believe, but you, you'll explain it better than me. He should never have been released, should he? No,
2: <laughs> in that no. way, like from a business point of view, I didn't yeah. have to be a fan of him. Like they invested so much time and money in getting him over. Joke, yeah, like. No. Take the rewards of that, <laughs> which are yeah. you've got a ready made up yeah. and mid card main event big man that don't grow on streets. He's on SmackDown,
3: yeah. apparently. Ben, he's, he's apparently yeah. someone reported there. He's actually as a baby face on SmackDown, so there's one for Simon that could go over against Roman.
4: <laughs> it also <laughs> proved, he, but, you know, <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, also proved as well that he's not any kind of a draw outside of WWE. So they probably no, got him back too. in a much cheaper, cheaper contract that, in fact. It's only there he's going to work. I suspect Bray Agreed. Wyatt is looking at exactly the same thing, thinking, do you know what? I'm just better off going back there because they'll at least put me in this role that people know straight away. It's the best place for them. And just like you said, Matty, should have been released in the first place. Not for them. Yeah. Yeah. Are we doing yeah. N1 and Noah now? because I've got extensive detail notes on the uh, kyo Mia match. I reckon. Three hours, 10 minutes, 39 right? seconds, but, you know. you Polish content, that one, JB. <laughs> well, you've called my bluff here. I haven't seen it, because a fuck <laughs> of a fucking of other wrestling to watch this weekend. I never got round to seeing it. Uh, once I throw the intro on so it, it'll, uh, it'll be a solid three hours. <laughs>
2: three and have we done well? We got a-
4: Just Tyler's episode, N1 Special. Yeah, that's
3: yeah. proper false advertising.
2: <laughs> uh, I was going to wrap things up. There's still, yeah, it's still looking like uh, the the longer it goes, the more you think there might be a chance uh, Punk sticks around. Um, mm. Apparently, uh, the, a side note: uh, Stephen Bullhausen, whoever that is, has reported he's got a he's got a mark, so I believe he's uh, someone. I think I've actually seen him in the uh, scrums at AEW. Um, yeah, he said Tony Schiavone is now Tony Khan's right hand man, so he, maybe he's the man to hammer down. Yeah, good. Tony's new sounder, bud, is Tony Schiavone.
4: Good. Wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's in a better state than the other older lad there, isn't he? So, like, mm-hmm. you'd be going yeah. with him. And to say, he has been everywhere. He's seen it all, hasn't he? Re- he's seen all that, like, he, before. He's been through kind of all of this as well. And he seems to, like, a lot of that crew seem to like him mm-hmm. as well at the same time. And I think he might be the good one to go to of him going, actually, this is good business, this is bad business. And he's got that experience of WCW. So if he's able to kind of – and I imagine Tony Khan would be open to the idea of him speaking truth to power. Is able to say, this is the kind of shit we used to do in the dying days. Avoid it like the fucking plague. You listen yeah. when a yeah. man like that says it. Indeed. Well, I think that's it then. Let's cover cool it.
2: Nice and tight. Anyone anyway, want to
4: plug JP? We didn't get pogs on at the
2: start. Um, please listen to the SummerSlam ninety two show in the <laughs> <a few week, laughs> SummerSlam a few is, days. It's funny. End of the week.
0: Yeah, I don't know yeah. the show.
4: Oh well. Right. We were He's speaking like, boy, about yeah. that big controversy in the torch that week about Joe Pedicino from Global, which is on his arse at this point in time, but that's not a surprise in there. Um, you'll also hear a lot about not only SummerSlam ninety two, but Dave's trip to Japan, which includes to be said, some Rick Rude promos, which are, like, fucking Jesus. Like, just a, yes. yeah, an update on that. And then what does Dave Meltzer do in Japan in 92 at that point in time? Do you go and see Mount Fuji? Does he fuck? He watches a show every day, and he goes to Ribera, Ste- Ribera Steakhouse for tea. That's what <laughs> Dave's doing. And like, and we wouldn't have it any other way, as he's t- telling you about wrestling romance. Control F, Jeff, is there as well. And, There's a younger?
2: Yeah. Um... Wrestler in Mexico as well, Matt. That turns up. Uh, apparently, shows so a lot of promise. His name's Vampire. Um, don't know. Maybe he should drop the E. I don't know. Might work out uh, for him. Um uh,
3: Arians, Ian, Ian, yeah, go for him
4: Oh, Ian. oh mate. Ian's fighting off the women with a shitty stick. Mate, at that point in JP. Time in I'm telling you,
3: we're talking mm-hmm. like. Updated, or, or, you know, updated with the collect with business. Need with the-, the
4: stick, and literally, like fuck off. Yeah. No, will Val-
3: the Valderama stuff? Is it will the Valderama? That seventy show. We're talking his yeah. level of fucking <laughs> content daily. Like. Fucking hell, and he loves telling you about it as well. Well, you would, wouldn't you? Yeah. You're going about it all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, well, oh, yeah. that's, a, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's up there as well uh, obviously yeah the SummerSlam 92 stuff was fun get a little mini review yeah. from, uh, from me on that I haven't watched the uh, the show at the, uh, at the weekend too and we talk my favourite bit JP is that we we told Matty um, Hegstrand and Nords uh, Euro Vacation when Hawk and the Berserker go missing, that's a SummerSlam sort of ninety-two. They just oh, well, disappear. Fuck,
3: really? Yeah, they Hawk just was, disappear. Uh, weeks. The... Yeah. <laughs> no. Where did Can they go? Ima- Can you only imagine Who's what local... they got up to? JP. Who's local Two places. You
4: know? Where were they? Am- Amsterdam and Hamburg. At some point, they've gone to there as well. Yeah. But this is like Jake Roberts in Aldershot. Where yeah. are they? Where do they go? Please fill us in. Like yeah. genuinely want to know what happened to those lads. And it wasn't like Pyongyang where him and he was going to kill two cold Scorpio because basically they couldn't get any, any drugs for three days and they just lost their fucking minds. Like they had a happy Mondays or something like that. And they can't fucking <laughs> cope for five <laughs> minutes without being off the tits. Like at this stage, like, yeah, they're just, uh, you know, he's, he's just, he's all over the shop on there, but it was great fun to do that. We obviously did uh, very recently. We were speaking about ca- a flashback episode, and we were speaking about Capital Carnage um, yeah. on there as well. So go and have a listen to that. We must have done 500, like, pieces of audio not Yeah, it's
2: close. There. I think we're,
4: like, four away. Five four away exactly at this cool. point. Close enough in the scheme of things. If you get 496 in the exam out of 500, you've had a great exam. Well. <laughs>
0: You're well. not bothering <laughs>
4: about the other four. There's been loads here. And I think at some point we're going to do a Grappy Hour and then we're going to get pure inception on this and start talking about our top five favourite shows on the Patreon, which feels like a Bo Burnham joke in the making. <laughs> so, there you
2: we go. Disappeared the own artists. There we go. Pa-
4: Patreon.com forward slash grapple. We did that a while ago, didn't we? There you go.
2: And uh, FBL show uh, live yeah. on uh, on Thursday uh, again on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Check that out. But yeah, Massey, nice one for, uh, for joining us again. I want to tell people where they can find you? Yeah, just
3: on Twitter boys, the usual, Matthew Edwards eighty six for the all the usual shite and nonsense. But yeah, that's about it.
2: <laughs> Brilliant. Well, we'll gotta to chat to our patrons for another quick five, ten minutes, I think, while we sort out the graphics yeah. and the uh, and the title. But other than that, for the main show, that's it for us for another show. We'll catch you again soon. Well in boys. Bye. See you in both in second.